Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. guys we are back with another extra special extra special uh, surprise episode i can't talk um i was on twitter with the wonderful penny and we were just having a very casual conversation about she was she was reacting to my review and was being as wonderful as penny always is and very supportive and just is like yeah you know i like totally am at where you're at on this show and i was like i don't know if i've really talked about I was like telling, like we were in conversational style, I was telling her like where I'm at on this show and it kind of triggered on me like, I don't think we, I've talked to Cal about this privately, but I don't think we've ever talked about this publicly and I don't think I've ever said it like as point blank as I'm going to say it now in a review because I tend to be a little bit more, let's just talk about the episode as opposed to Arrow in totality. As a whole. As a whole. Right. So here's the thing, guys. And maybe this makes me less of an Arrow fan. I don't know. I don't think it does. Well, we'll find out. It just makes you (laughs) self-aware. Arrow has been a hot mess from day one. From day one. Episode one. And I say this as someone who loved the pilot. Here... So my, my view on Arrow <laughs> is I love Arrow, but it's my problematic child. It's a problematic child. I don't child. expect right. Arrow to get nominated for Emmys. I don't expect no. acting awards, no. writing awards, directing awards. No. None of that. I don't even Costume expect stunt work. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, listen, I know what show I'm watching. Okay. Well, I had a really funny... It's a problematic, um, yeah, stupid it's dumb a, I had a really great, I had a bunch of my high school friends over to the house uh, maybe a year ago, and they know I love TV. It's like, this is not news. And my buddy, uh, Tom, was like, hey, Jen, you know, what are you watching these days? And I was like, oh, you know, I just wrapped up Vampire Diaries, and I'm watching a lot of Arrow, and then, you know... I was doing Supergirl. I think I was still watching The Flash. He's, I could just see it in his eyes. And he was just like nodding. And like nothing was coming up. Like nothing award. We're not like, I wasn't like naming off like yeah, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> like it's just. And he's like, you know what's comforting? Very little with you ever changes. I was like, I am. I'm like a steady ship. <laughs> I set my course. I like what I like. Shows, uh, here's my thing. I generally like what I consider good shows. I don't do a lot of trash TV watching. I do a lot Bachelor, of trash TV watching. <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise notwithstanding, I generally watch the, kind of the more well-regarded television shows. Arrow is my aberration. Arrow is 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 not what I normally watch. And I don't have that patience for this kind of show. Typically. Pretty much... As Anywhere evidenced else. by your comments with Vampire Diaries. Oh, I can't stand it. I know. It's you're terrible. like, why are you making me do this? <laughs> but it's just, that's just, I don't like those kinds of shows. Because I think there's People very much. People would be like, why do you like Arrow? 
can I direct you to my OTP? <laughs> well, like, here's the thing. Oh, this is why I want to get into this. I, I like I, it. I know. I've talked to you a lot of. I'm a little bit broader than you. Yeah, you're definitely more broad. I'm much more of a broader. Or you? I love Oliver. Arrow, guys. Yeah, I just you love, love it. Okay, like I. You love and Oliver and his. I love dream. Oliver and his family. I love the right. messy bullshit. I even. I even like the Lance sisters at well, times. Well, here's the thing. I, I know. It's in a dark place. Where in, where Elicity <laughs> is is the sole basis for my investment in this right, show. Right, right. It doesn't mean that I don't love no, no, like, Oliver's journey or his right. family or the Lance sister nonsense or whatever. Like, I like all of it, but... If it weren't for Elicity, I wouldn't, my ass. You wouldn't, wouldn't be, be watching. Up. And no, no. I, <laughs> I don't know. That's a real interesting question for me because that's really like a, it's kind of like choose your own adventure story because it could have been a situation. I was very much invested in Arrow in season one. I was, I just couldn't like get to full obsession because I was just, the shipping wasn't there for me because I just could not, I just was forcing myself to really like root for this Laurel and Oliver thing. And I just was like, I hate it. I just, I hate it. And I had no hope whatsoever that they were ever going to like, I really like this Felicity chick, but I was like, that's never fucking going anywhere. (laughs) Oh, my youth. Um, And so like if Elicity never happened, would I have ever gotten to this level of, love and obsession for the show would I would they have ever fixed Laurel probably not uh, I don't know I don't know guys I I, I don't know I can't answer that question but I well, can't answer it because I knew Elicity was going to get together I right. never and I did like, it again very different viewing experiences yeah. right <laughs> so I, what I've realized and, and everyone is kind of there's a lot of rage with 12 y'all and I'm a little like really um I well, just here's my thing I saw it and I I kind of had to get off beat a hasty in the other direction because I did listen, I did I followed you quickly a little my, you set the like <laughs> it was like deep snow prints footprints in the snow and I was like toddling after you because I'm like I'm scared <laughs> well it's not that I was scared it's like where I'm at with Arrow I've got so many other pans in the fire right now the arrow is 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 really only it's it's a lot less of an investment for me this season it just is well i think and, i, I and think they're every, interest, yeah focus wise i totally my agree. interest in diving deep with arrow right now is not very much there i want to like i'll browse and i'll scroll through just to see the funnies and and the pretty pictures and all this stuff but the minute i come up against like people like unhappy and very vocally angry and just like this whole mob I'm really pissed and I want to be pissed and I'm just like okay whoa (laughs) I'm not really that here to begin with (laughs) that whole mentality just is like putting a big wall in front of my face I'm like no I don't want to take part and then I get like I get kind of like Am I a weirdo? Like, do I like, cause I was like, I'm just like when I watch an episode and I either like really hate it and like the Twitter people love it. That happens rarely. Um, What happens more often is I am like, oh, this is pretty good. And everyone's like, this is trash. And I'm like, what? It's it's a little (laughs) alarming, but well, like I always talk about subjectiveness. So I I have to understand that. But like you do kind of feel like, (laughs) 
is maybe there are misfiring in my brain cells as I'm not seeing what people are seeing. And here's the thing, guys. I see what you see. I do. I've just, I've always seen it. And I, I, you know, here's where I think my parents are kind of a great, um, I told my mom, you know, the whole summation of my recommending Arrow to my father after his heart attack was um, he likes Batman and he shoots a bow and arrow. That was that was it. That's all I was going off of. And so they were binging it, and my mom's like, "Yeah, it's good. You know, it's good. It's, you know, it's good. I like the flashbacks." She just wanted to show the flashbacks, and um, she's like, "Yeah, you know, it's, it's the Odyssey." I was like, "Right." My mom's a Latin. She speaks Latin, French, English teacher. She's world-renowned whatever amazing person um so she's like I'm just watching this is the odyssey I was like well yeah but they're gonna do other stuff she's like "Mm, not so far Uh, and when I went to go pick her I remember this day I went to go pick her up and she's getting in the car and she was crying and I was like whoa Whoa. and she's like (laughs) Tommy's dead and I was like, oh, yeah. See, this is where, this is the point in season one where everybody's like, fuck, I love this show. Because you're kind of like on the edge, I feel like, the whole time. And then they kill, because Killing Tommy, I know we've done like a lot of superhero shows, but back in 2012, Killing Tommy, who you really felt pretty confident, and ask Colin Donald, he felt pretty confident too that he was going to have a lock, stock, and trade contract for seven years, you know. It was really shocking, and it, I will give Stephen Amell credit. I still think that is one of his best best acting scenes to date, um, and it was very like emotional. And it really, it, you're like, whoa, okay, I am invested in this, okay. But that had nothing to do with Felicity. That for me, that had nothing to do with any of the stuff that I like have grown and really become invested in and spent multiple hours writing in, but. My point is that I feel like the reason why Arrow is kind of a slow burn sometimes um, is because it's disastrously problematic from from the second we start. I mean, can we talk about Oliver just as as a as an a leading actor character to root for? He's quite unlikable in the pilot. I mean, it's not like they're showing you in in anything in the flashback that you're like, wow, he's a real dream boat. I want to have his babies, you know, like he's cheating on his girlfriend with her sister. Um, They basically make him look like a lout because he was one. And then Mm -hmm. you are in present day with the machine, which like, okay, he softens a little bit around Thea, but basically he's just kind of like this, you know, understandably you know trauma ridden soulless bad people killer (laughs) and you're like oh that's a different take and I'm never a real big fan of the anti-hero just ask me who do I like Stefan or Damon I can do two hours on that so that's an unusual take and I they weren't taking a stance that Oliver's an anti-hero they really weren't they were like he's a hero I'm like but is he (laughs) And and he had his own brand of justice, and he's he's doing his thing. And really what got me empathetic towards him is like, okay, I look at the body. Yeah, that was great. I can just watch him work out for 45 minutes, and we can call that a show if you want. That's fine. But I feel like maybe you want to give it a little bit more effort. But um, what got me was when Robert Queen blew his brains out. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a rough... (laughs) 
that's bad i was like that i get i get the trauma i told and i was like oh and he's probably gonna go on this island and get tortured some more which is where like all the scars come from i'm like okay i'm a little i softened on him after that but i was kind of like he's a he's a dick he's a dick he's a dick oh his dad killed himself maybe not so much a dick so that was just the pilot okay and then we launch into what arrow was in season one and y'all messy 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 they didn't know what they were doing they didn't know what the show was was. all over the place it was all over the place they didn't know what they were doing and they have admitted to this until like episode 15 where that's that first bunker where felicity's there with diggle and felicity and they're saving oliver's life they always talk about that episode we're like oh that's the episode where stuff started gelling like yeah here's a funny story that's episode 15 i have already put 15 hours into this bullshit and it took you and i gotta be honest they don't give shows that long anymore i found it if arrow was on another (laughs) network it would not have made it the CW has this weird wide berth for it. We let our shows find themselves and then they hope they throw it on Netflix and they hope, you know, people will find it and that'll boost viewership. But I, it, it was, Laurel was, I got schizophrenic. Like I couldn't, what personality is she this week? One week Oliver's in love with her. The next week he's like, ah, stay away from me. Uh, Thea was a pill. Moira was fairly evil i was like is there anyone likable on the show like seriously i like diggle i liked diggle and that was about it and even diggle was like hey oliver i'm gonna join your crusade but basically because i think you're gonna turn into a murdering serial killer if i don't and you know what he was right so to say that arrow is like came out of the came out of the gate and like this (laughs) perfectly developed (laughs) i don't know what just is is always kind of jarring to me and i think as we go on seasons after seasons after season we tend to look back at this other seasons with these rose-colored glasses and and cal and i always harp on season two season two was a hot mess it was a hot mess you guys there was there was no felicity for the back half of the majority of season two like nothing if you want to talk about felicity not getting enough screen time in episode 12 i would like to redirect the conversation to felicity not getting an, a lot of screen time in season two. Oh god there was can we remember? bitch about that okay, for a few more years can I, <laughs> like, can I take a second to point out episode 215 which right. everybody the director steven everybody was like 215 is this amazing episode right it's a, a fantastic episode. Oh my God! We come face to face the the face to face Slade versus the team, and then we got flashbacks and the Amazo. It's going to be fantastic. Felicity had one moment where she called she after t- yeah, the, go save the Roy and Dig and Sarah as they left the lair. Go save Oliver, and that was go save it. Oliver. That like, was it, and okay. that kind of summed up. Felicity's involvement in the show in 2B. Right. So whenever anybody is talking about how like great season two nails is, on I'm a like, I don't us. know what They're the like, fuck no, you're talking about. No, because no. it wasn't that great. Shit okay? on Arrow didn't get amazing until three. Yeah, it's fact. Sorry, I'm Sam. Sorry. That's the I've facts. Rewatched the <laughs> I've rewatched them in quick succession, and I tell you what. 
Season three is the one that had me going, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. It was wow. Christmas every day. Yeah. It was like, oh, everything you've ever wanted, yeah. which we had no, which I had no hope of ever getting. They were throwing at me like confetti. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's so much felicity. I just don't know what to do. And yeah, she was a love interest. I don't give a shit. I know, guys. That's what I like about the show. I like Oliver and Felicity's relationship. I don't care about Oliver's hero's journey. I don't care about I don't care about Diggle. I don't care about anything more than I care about the romantic relationship between Oliver and Felicity. I would deep six smoke tech in a god blessed heartbeat if it means oh, I got no. a sex. They're seat. coming after you. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> okay. I don't care if that makes me the glorious Steinem enemy of the state. I don't care. I don't care, guys. It's just what I like. And here's I need to Okay, go on ahead. Finish. And here's the thing. <laughs> There's okay. been like this quality discussion. <laughs> As we like, oh, the show's really gone downhill. And I'm like, but has it? <laughs> like, I'll admit, yeah, they ain't in there. Uh, we're not we're not ticking off our best episodes in the back half of the years here. And I completely agree you know six and seven and five and yeah I like the earlier seasons of Arrow more than I like the back seasons of Arrow you know that's that's just shows ask me how I felt about the vampire diaries in season two and then come ask me how I felt about in season eight I was tired I was tired y'all the only (laughs) shows that you like all the way through are ones that end round five six seven which rarely happens because they're trying to cash the checks they want all the money they want 10 years I and mean, the fans are like, oh, I, yes, I want so many more no, years. No, you don't. No, you don't. You, you don't do know not. what you want. You think you, you want think it. You think you want it. You don't, don't want, want it. it. Listen no. to Mama Jen and, and Mama Callie. <laughs> we We've been down this it. road. And here's the thing. I I, I don't walk around. Here's, and the, you know, let's just talk about it. I walk around, Jay Buffy Angel. Listen, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. Near and dear Jen to my heart. Has said many times. It ain't. Not it ain't Emmy Award winning. I know Whedon likes to walk around like it is, but have you watched season one? Do you see the budget? I mean, there was some real bad, bad episodes of Buffy, you guys. I mean, yeah, she was. fought a penis once. It's just, you know. Okay, what about the one where Xander <laughs> joined the swim team? Can we Xander and the that? swim team? Can we talk about the egg episode where, like, literally the only thing I care about bad eggs is when Buffy and Angel were making out. I was like, this is the only part that's interesting. Okay. I don't Before care about it. Before we continue, I found what I was talking about. With oh, yeah. We got to talk about, like, fandom perspective. And I retweeted it to our Watch Over Twitter. So if you're listening to this and want to know, what are you talking about? Right. Look for a graphic that I have retweeted and I've linked to it on Tumblr. And it's about enjoyment and fandom over time. And it's a graph. Your level of fun. Right. This graph is so fucking accurate, you guys. I can't even. The time spent in fandom. And you start off with just finish the show. And I love everything. And that's pretty high up on the level of fun. Right. But then it goes up. And that's, God, this fandom is amazing and so much fun. Right. I feel like for me, that was like the season, the season two to three hiatus. Yeah, that's when I just joined. And I would say that lasted until maybe. That lasted until 301 aired. For me, it lasted longer, like maybe (laughs) mid-season. Because then I realized people were actually expecting Oliver and Felicity to get together like 
right now. And Killer. I was like, wait, that's not yeah. how TV works. Yeah, then on man <laughs> some ship wars and fights, but yeah. I'll try not to let it get me down. Now, right. we had ship wars in season two, but... There are ship wars in season was, three because the Laurel Lance fandom would not accept yeah. their fate. That's not no, my fault. It's not my problem. Three, season three was when things started getting really kind of problematic in fandom. And then down here is, damn it, it's getting me down. This was probably the latter half of four for me was damn it, it's getting down. Uh, getting down. I tend to be more glass half full than you just in general. Because well, that's why we're a great team. So I would say the five. Show, it was the fandom. No, I know. I would say I was I was okay with fandom. Oh, yeah. It hit okay. me in five, though. 505. That's when I was like, fuck this yeah. shit. You've only been like a couple <laughs> steps behind me. I have. I'm like, totally like, you're like, Kelly's like, this is how it's going to go for you. I'm like, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm great. And I'm like, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I'd say fucking fuck. I hate all of you. I hate everything. Key smash. That was season five for me. Yeah. That was season five. That was because like... that was when I was just like, I was done with pretty everything. much everything. And right now, I can say I am at the officially stopped caring and reached Nirvana-like state <laughs> of pure I don't give a fuck bliss, <laughs> which is as high as God, this fandom is amazing and so much fun. And that's where I am now because... Because I feel like there's a disconnect. Like, I, and maybe I'm wrong. Because, you know, this is very, like, Cal and I talk to each other, and, like, occasionally there's comments, but we don't hear from you guys. And I feel like, you know, we keep coming at these episodes where there's, there's not a lot of felicity, you know, there's no OTA, there's problematic shit. And we're like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Like, and well, we're so I'm, chill about everything, even I'm the problems. I'm replying to the tweet with with some posts. One of them is, here's the secret to fandom. Um, give zero fucks about what anybody else is doing. And there's like a little thing about that. Um, I feel like that's important. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, here's what I'll tell. Well, here's to get back to my combo with Penny. Okay. And why this trigger? Because I, like, I called Cal. I was like, "Have I actually told anyone this?" It, and I was just kind of like, "Okay, so here's the deal. This is why my perspective is different. I have always viewed Arrow as wildly problematic, with ridiculous plot holes, ignored plots, plot contrivances, unearned, char- unearned character development, and never enough felicity from day one." <laughs> it's just what it is guys and so every and part of it is i don't get super mad about tv if i get super mad about tv i stop watching hi hi and bye flash but um that's always my perspective and maybe it would help if i actually finished my season one and season two reviews so you guys could hear my (laughs) might help me understand where um because i just it doesn't bother me like, the problems bother me, okay? Like, I would like it to be better than what it is, but I also accept it for what it is. I fell in love with it when it was a hot mess, so why am I going to deep six it? Because it's still a hot mess? I mean, that's just kind of like, okay. That just, that just doesn't... I watch television because I like it. That's, that's, the, that's the borderline 
uh, qualification. Yeah. If I'm not having fun, then what's the point? If so, I don't, it's, and I feel like there's been this quality fun, discussion, particularly as we're getting into season seven, because I think people had way too big of expectations for best shorts. I think, honestly, she, they have saddled poor best shorts with some unrealistic expectations like the show was going to suddenly be a radically different show and no. every single problem we had under the guise of Mark Guggenheim was going to get fixed no. and that has not been the case <laughs> Arrow has remained Arrow because it's Arrow um, and I just for me this quality discussion is always really interesting to me because <laughs> It was kind of a shitty show to start, guys. <laughs> I mean, and I say that with love. I say that with love because, you know, I can look at, I don't know. It's not like I haven't watched what I feel would be universally uh, recognized as quality television where you're a step above, like The Americans, West Wing, uh, ER in the early days. Let's not talk about ER in the later days. Um, <laughs> See? Uh, you know, uh, Breaking, Bra- Breaking Bad. Um, I mean, there's a thousand Netflix shows. Uh, it, 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 like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally there with you guys that, yes, let's give them the Emmys. I'm not, I'm not saying give steve an emmy for this no <laughs> but that doesn't preclude right i'm not even saying give emily an emmy i'm saying no. that not that i even Nobody really buy into the bullshit <laughs> of emmys and award shows anymore it's just stupid. well it's pr it's they're just they're all their shit. they buy it they buy it it's bought it's too it's fyi if you don't know that things that these golden statues are bought allow me to tell you it's who throws the most money and you always know which actor they've picked mm-hmm. you can tell and the we you know which one it's gonna be to oscars it's gonna be Globes, what's the can, guy from tell. bohemian rhapsody it's him he's gonna Rami win the Malik. oscar and yeah. for whatever reason, like, Glenn Close is upsetting Lady Gaga, and that is honestly the most entertaining thing about this award show season for me. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can't <laughs> wait to she, see Like, Gaga Oscars. ain't having it. No. <laughs> so I just, but that doesn't preclude, these problems did not preclude me from falling in love with the show. Mm-mm. It's like, listen, my husband is always going to be stingy with money. Like, he's kind of a Scrooge, guys. <laughs> like, he's really bad at Christmas time. Mine we is have, too, except we have, if we have, it, unless we have, it's something he wants right. to oh, spend money yeah, on. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. we have one child. It's not, and we're we're very blessed financially. So I'm like, what is your fucking problem? It's just because I'm, you know, taking out the credit card 500 times. Not that many, because we're not like, you know, the Trumps. But I'm just saying that that does not preclude me. <laughs> He is an imperfect being, and yet I love him more than life itself, okay? Mm-hmm. In many ways, television has that kind of relationship with me. I love stories. I get very attached to them and very emotionally invested, and I don't give a shit if it airs on um, Hulu, Netflix, or the CW. I'm not snobby. Oh, that CW show. I can't watch that. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> that doesn't stop me from turning it on that you know i love how that nt lawyer he always calls it what does he call the cw the, almost um, network he almost calls it an almost network, network. Yeah. And yeah this is and it is an accurate description they are an almost network and that doesn't preclude me from falling in love with these shows and i feel like somehow 
when we get real angry about Arrow and Arrow's not giving us what we want, which, let's be honest, has been what the show has done from the second it has come on air, um, there's this discussion about quality. And if you're hating on Arrow, if you're like, this is bullshit, this is crap, that you have a refined palate and those who are still enjoying the show have absolutely no conception of quality television and we're just, you know, pathetic, Mark Guggenheim ass-kissing um, no. lackeys. Listen, we know, we know Mark is a bit of a hack and I suspect Mark knows it too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a reason the Green Lantern movie didn't do well. Hey, Look who guys, wrote it. everyone's like always okay. on me. Oh, Jen, Jen loves everything Mark does. No, I don't. And if you read my no, reviews, you will know that this is true. Him. And I tell him to his God yes. blessed face. Okay. And had conversations. Mostly, mostly to his yeah. face. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I have told him that. We have had many discussions. He'll be the first one to say. Jen has told me that she doesn't like that my show is a hot mess. I a couple times when you're like. <laughs> so don't come like, at Mark, me with this Mark, Mark Guggenheim me. worship. I don't have it. Yeah. I don't have I it. Can remember, I can remember many times you're like, Mark told me this and this. And I'm like, did you tell Mark that the fandom's going to eat him alive? It's <laughs> like, I, he knows. <laughs> Okay, like, no. Well, <laughs> like, like, we're literally in the middle of SDC. We're, like, in the middle, and we're having a massive, I wouldn't call it a fight, but an extremely energetic debate about Susan Williams. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we yeah. had to just stop. Let him have we had to stop him. walking. The two of us were just so diametrically opposed in our perspectives. I was, like, I can't, like, do the walk-talk thing with you. I just have to, like... He's like, you just got to yell. I was like, yeah, I just got to like, you're just wrong. He's like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, well, that's just not true. So (laughs) I am never wrong. So like my thing with Arrow, that's my thing, guys. It's a hot mess. It's been a hot mess from day one. I can, and when I do this, I will pinpoint and savage those problematic plot lines in season one and season two, just same way I'm doing it in season seven, because they exist. And yeah, is it somewhat cocooned? Were those problematic plot lines touching maybe Felicity and Diggle as much? No, but you want to know why they had no role on the show. <laughs> nope. They were B they supporting were characters yeah, who were basically. window dressing for the first two years of the show. I'll maybe scale that back for David because they did a lot of David in season one but David got deep sixed a lot in season two okay his role in season two was majorly scaled back and why what else was going on on Arrow we had Thea and Roy we had Sarah we had Laurel y'all that took up a shit ton of time we were eating minutes with those characters same way we're eating minutes with the newbies and I didn't like it any more than I like the newbies now I was like, I don't need Laurel. Why is she on my screen? I don't care if she's drunk. I don't care. I don't care if she's drunk. This is stupid. I don't care. Oh, I get it. And listen, this is not a complicated show. I knew that the the alcoholism was going to be her dark island, and this is going to be blah, blah. I don't give a shit. I don't we give a shit. Care. No, didn't care. Not invested. Care. Don't care. Didn't care. I mean, yeah, yeah I liked Roy. I wasn't, like, heartbroken when he left, though. It wasn't, like, 
I wasn't. Oh either. my god, I just lost my David oh, Ramsey. No, Roy's gone. Oh my I was like, god, oh, Roy. Good. Like my affection. My affection <laughs> for Royce catapulted in 319, <laughs> which was his last episode. And you wanna know why? Because he went ride or die for Oliver. He literally faked his death. And he took the blame for all of Oliver's crimes. And like had to leave his entire like life he should and i was like well that's <laughs> goddamn right yeah i was like he saved your ass and i just like as we're as i'm screaming about curtis and renee and i mean roy wasn't like blowing my socks off in season two i'm sorry and roy was kind of a dick roy was kind of a pain he was a pain and he was always angry and it was just we're chasing after the vigilante we got chased after the vigilante i'm like could you just do your homework just <laughs> do you chill? have homework like what is going For two on seconds can you chill i mean thea went through a <sighs> radical i mean there is no character and i except for oliver there is no character on the show that has start to finish with changed more than thea queen from the beginning of the show until the end until when the willa holland left okay they spent a ton of time on Thea. Mm -hmm. Seasons one through seasons four. Honestly, I would say she rivaled Emily for female lead in screen time. She always had an independent arc. She was always the 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 connection to Oliver yeah. and his family. He's always obsessed with Thea. He's always worried about Thea. He worries about Thea more than he worries about anyone else on that show. That was the first four years of the show, guys. Mm-hmm. Did I worry about Thea as much? Also, you know who got me more in love with the Queen siblings was reading Jen at Just About, It's Just About Right, her Arrow reviews. That's how we found each other because we were like tweeting the same stuff. And we're like, hey, we're soul sisters. But I would read her Arrow <laughs> reviews and I'm like, yeah, oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, they're good. That's good stuff. You're right. I should be a little less. But like, do I care more about Thea and Oliver than I care about Elicity? No. Fuck no. And there was never enough Elicity, even season three. We went through a major pullback. Like, they threw everything at us in season three and 301, and then it's just like they took it all away. <laughs> Here's all the goodies. Basically, now you don't get to have them. And it was yeah. angst fucking city for mm, basically 20 episodes. I love it wrong. because we didn't taught me to like pain, but I don't know what to tell you. So every season, I'm like, oh, God, this show is disastrous in many ways. And this is like, can we can we talk? Does anyone on this planet other than Laurel Lance fans think Laurel's character development was ever earned? No, no it never was. Not when did she ever when did when did we go from one episode to the next where Laurel's character development was paced correctly, first of all, and made a god <laughs> bit of sense. I can't, I mean, maybe 301? Like, that is like, it, I, w I had such a high in 301. I think 301, it's between 301 and 520 for my favorite episodes, for di very different reasons. But it was like, 301 is everything I ever wanted that show <laughs> to be. And it was like, just a little piece of television heaven for 45 minutes and then <laughs> we cratered 
between Felicity and Oliver are fighting after Sarah's death, then she goes off to make out with Barry on a subway. She wasn't even in 304. It was a regular train. I mean... <sighs> Sorry. You know what I'm saying, though, girl? Do you feel <laughs> I my pain? Yes, I feel your pain. So, like, Here's when the, the rage comes for 12... I was like, like either either I have been way angrier than everybody for longer or I was never as big of a fan the, of Arrow the, as everybody the stuff, else. The stuff that they're sweating <laughs> is stuff that I got over sweating a long time and ago. And you know what? Like, okay, if you're ang- I'm not I saying think. you don't get to be angry. Which isn't necessarily their fault because it's like I get no, why I'm not upset. saying you guys are wrong about twelve. They're needed. I think that they're, but I have a little bit of problem You're with twelve in that attitude. About it well, we but are. like I have a little bit of like it's just like logical issues. Like I was really excited because I was like, oh, there's gonna be, you know, hopefully there's more OTA. But I wasn't. I because uh, you go you you go from eleven and then and then you go to twelve, right? Because that's how that's how right. the episodes work. So like I watched eleven. <laughs> And there was nothing. There was nothing in there <laughs> about OTA. No, there wasn't. Not a god. Or Diggle like no. having any self-actualization no. realization no. that he's been the biggest dickhead <laughs> of the planet for the last better part of a year. Like there was nothing there. So I was like, I feel like maybe in the documentary in which we have a retrospective on Arrow, that's that we're not going to be able to fit that in. Now, where I call bullshit is when they have this faux Oliver and Diggle, <laughs> like, bromance makeup and, like, we support each other because we family, man. I'm like, have you have you told him that you um, uh, released your back on the mass murderer who attacked his wife or and that almost too. killed him? And also turned, basically abandoned, not only did you abandon his your his wife in her moment of need, but you prosecuted her. <laughs> like, actively threatened, you know, legal action at times, I felt. There was threatening. Because she got in the way of his soldiering thing where we because were Because he's like, you're not on the right side here. Of it's the like, law. Who are you to decide what's the right side? It's like we're you're chasing after some painter that I still don't even know what the fuck is going on with that. We're supposed to care? (laughs) I know. Here we are. We're We're episode twelve, Mark. Let me know anytime what you would like to say about the rando painter that Lila is going after. Dante. Who gives a shit, guys? Did you get some great Felicity and William scenes? Yeah. Absolutely. You did. And, you know, Felicity was kind of non-existent otherwise. Yeah. That's a problem. I'm not saying it's good. (laughs) There's, there's, There's two ways I can approach this episode. I can be angry at the lack of OTA. I could be angry at the lack of Diggs' self-realization of his faults. I can be angry that Felicity wasn't in it very much. I could be angry at the lack of Felicity. But you know what that is? That's like a lot of fucking angry. Okay. Right. I've had my kids were out of school two days this week for snow days, which meant that because our school district is all like, no, we want them to get out at the end of May. So what we're going to do instead of snow days is we're going to send you work to for them to do on snow days. So have fun becoming a teacher. 
Mrs. Porter, you know. And Great. So, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Education like, system. My tax so I, work. I was dealing with that. And right. I had other stuff that I was like, doing. Like, if you too. notice, like, when I'm talking, uh, this is how you know when you lose Callie. Because, like, uh, she'll let me ramble. Because that's just me. Um, I ha- you have to. And you just got to <laughs> let me just get it out. And then there's silence. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say, does that make sense? That's me triggering Callie. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Are you are there? You there Callie's girl? like, Callie's no, she's not because she's doing some digital homework thing with her kid, which is way better use of her time. Absolutely. Than but, it's, my but it's like, but it's like, honestly, like I can be angry, but I've got other shit going on and I don't have time to be angry over that. I've got other things five other different things I need to be angry about that are more important at least in my mind than angry over these things in this episode it doesn't mean I don't love Felicity or OTA or Elicity or any of that stuff it just means that I don't need to waste my energy being angry at that instead I will be like you know what I liked I liked Callie's in a very zen positivity and rainbow space. Just let her have it. Whatever. Just let her have it. I liked the Felicity and William stuff. I liked the documentary pieces and the interviews and stuff. I liked seeing the old faces again. That was great for me. You know, and it was like, and the little tease of of Mia at the end with, with JJ, you know, that's great. You know, and so I'm focusing to put or I'm choosing to put most of my focus on the things that I liked about it and the stuff that I don't like I'm just like scraping to the side because guess what there's stuff I don't like in every single Arrow episode and has been that way since I I started watching the show when people ask me what's your favorite season I have to kind of say it's impossible to answer but but like it's it's like really impossible but it's like but, but you're, there's, there's always a but. It's like but, okay, but three, three but. wasn't great. No, because he married great. Nissa, and I really hated that. Well, so it's like and Oliver that's kidnapped about. baby Lila, and like oh, I didn't I care mean, about oh, that. Whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but, but he had his head so far up his ass. I know, and it was maddening. But it was, here's the it thing: was like you wanted there to pull your head out. There is no season that's perfect, and there's no season that's all bad they're all good and they're They're all all bad bad. and you have to choose for yourself as as a fan watching the show you have to choose for yourself what am i going to focus on am i going to focus on the things that i that anger me that upset me that i don't like or am i going to focus on the things that i do like and if you feel like well i can't focus on anything i do like because i'm just so mad about this well that's when you need to kind of reevaluate because what you're doing is you're not hurting the show. You're not hurting they don't care, guys. Mark Guggenheim. You're not hurting Beth I assure Schwartz. you, they do not they, care that we're pissed. Yeah, they literally they could care. not care less. They're, so you're they're trying to get what episode are they filming? I don't even care. I, like, <laughs> they're, they're, Let's they're, just say they're at 19. They're trying to get 19 in the can. That's where their focus is. They make... It's a grind television, you know? Well, it is. And it, they... Well, to, finish yeah sorry sorry <laughs> before i lose my train of no, thought no, no, I do that a lot. but i'm already losing it no you were just saying, saying that you have to kind of like it's just love yourself well okay because they don't care what you think unfortunately no. i'm sorry i we want to believe that they really want us to be happy with it but they generally don't really care 
because there's enough people that are happy that right. are willing to just watching it on Netflix. Watch it and be happy don't, with don't it. Don't at anyway. me about ratings. Do not at me about ratings. No, they no, don't give because a they shit. don't care. They don't, don't give care. A shit about it's a that. CW. It's that's not, um, even, that's not even a problem. Right. They don't care. So what you're doing is you have to choose. Are you going to throw your anger and let yourself feel that anger and let that anger kind of make you feel worse on a day-to-day basis? Are you going to throw your anger at somebody that doesn't care that you're angry? Or are you going to choose to do something that's not going to generate that same sort of useless, futile anger. And right. You 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 gotta you gotta make that choice for yourself. Well, Nobody Jen can't tell you, I can't well, tell you. But I was just I just I just you. realized though that I just had Nobody never really declared definitively the disaster zone that I've always felt Arrow is. And oh, it's such a disaster. It's just it's very messy. Um Here's yeah. the other thing. I think, too, like, I, I can't, we talked about this in the last podcast. I think there was a lot of energy coming at 12, the 150th because it's, like, people feel like they got, the fans got shafted on the 100th and for a lot of different reasons. But I think it's really important when we're setting expectations, you have to look at the story and where we're at. Yeah. Well, okay. it's, 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 a lot of people like to ignore the stuff yeah, that they don't like about like, an episode, yeah. but you shouldn't ignore it You can't because like, that tells you what I, the show is going to be I was not expecting, <laughs> first of all, the minute they said aliens on the 100th episode, I said, yeah, do it's a wonderful like, okay. life. The minute I said it. And then like they leaked, they came out a couple weeks later that they did I it and I cheered. That. I was very excited. Okay. I remember that. And. Here's the thing. There was all this excitement about the 100th episode, okay? And we all knew going in that this was going to be like the Arrow version of It's a Wonderful Life. It was, this is going to be the big what if. We knew that going in, okay? That it was going to be some alien alternate universe. Okay. And if you're going to do the what if, we also knew that it wasn't going to, it was going to be what if Oliver never got on the boat, because that's the whole... Because that's the show, fam. That's, that's where the, everything got fucked up. That's Okay. We can think that the thrust is Elizabeth. It's not. It's not. It's Robert but Queen. the thrust... Yeah. <laughs> the thrust, the so thrust is you, the gambit. If you're going to examine the hero's journey and you want to, you know, change the direction of the hero, you remove the catalyst. You remove the catalytic moment which sparked the hero's journey. And that's Robert Queen blowing his brains out. So that never happened in the dream world. And we knew that because... Oliver's parents, the actors who played them, were going to be guest starring. So yeah. if you follow that logic down the line, where does he meet Felicity? Where does he meet Diggle? <laughs> exactly. Why we were we thinking, where, where did we, it was yeah. going to be the version of the show where that never happened. And you can argue, well, that's a shit time to do the 100th episode. That's a really crappy way to do the 100th episode. And here's my thing. I disagree. Because you have to look at it in the totality of where we're at in the season. And where well, were we at it, this season, Cal? What episode number? They were broken up. They eight. were mid-season. We were eight. We were at eight. When did they get back together? 603! <laughs> no, they got back together. I know, they got back in 20. But it's like officially with keys and rings and all that stuff. 
So I'm just saying. They were kissing before that. Right. So I know. I, it I, it's 520. Everyone knows it's 520. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. I'm just saying that when <laughs> I was going into the 100th episode, I wasn't expecting it to be no. this massive Felicity and Diggle um, presence because that doesn't make sense. The point of it and where I get really like, it was amazing, and it did talk about what the most important pieces of Arrow are, which is eliciting OTA, is because Oliver chose it in the end. He yeah. remembered Felicity. He remembered, he remembered John, and he went back to her. He gave up a life where his mom and his dad and his sister were happy Never, he never hurt any of them. He never made he any mistakes. He could have been married to Laurel. He never hurt Laurel. You can hate yeah. Laurel as much as you want, but fundamentally understand that the guilt Oliver has over basically destroying that girl eats at him even now. Okay? And he gave it up. He went back to a universe in which he knew the love of his life was not with him. And apparently it looks like she got a gunshot at some point. And he saw pain. Those were the flashes. They chose those clips very specifically. It was all happy, 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 happy. He remembered that his parents died. He remembered. And they remembered they're dead. dead. Remember, Thea wasn't going to go with him. She's like, fuck that shit. I'm staying here where mom and dad are alive. And Oliver's like. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. And everyone's in a rage thinking he wants to stay. What Oliver wants is for his mom and dad to be alive and to be with Felicity. He could not have both. He picked. He picked her. And for anyone to say that that's not an Alyssa episode, we're going to have words because it's just I'm sorry. It's wrong. It's wrong. The exit (laughs) was through fucking smoke tech. Wrong. Come on. And not every piece of story. Smoke tech. Here's the other thing. Not smoke tech. Not every piece of storytelling. And and everyone's like, well, why do you love Aerojen? If it's this piece of shit, monstrous, disastrous show. Because I just do. No. Every once in a while. And more often than not. I'll give them their credit. Okay. They rip out a kernel of life truth. Now, you yeah, might not like right. how they do it, okay? But every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, that's what it means to be a person. And they're dressing yeah. it up. That's, in, not, that's true. Uh, that's not what keeps me. No, no, I know. But that's what I like. I was like, around, you know, yeah, and the, the funnel, the vehicle for a lot of that is through the illicit relationship. I would say like 95% yeah. of it. But there's other stuff too, okay? And there is some really phenomenal writing at times. It's not complete crap all the time. There's mm. really good stories. Mm. Okay. Mm. There are. I could argue that. <laughs> there are. I wouldn't have I feel stuck like with it if it wasn't like total I shit. I feel there hasn't been really good storytelling since season five. Well, I think they're at a crossroads. I think Arrow's at a crossroads, okay? This show, and this is what always happens. This is what always, 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 always happens. They go in and they pitch a show, okay? And most of the time, they have an idea for one season. And then they get a pickup. They do the pilot. Yeah. And then the pilot gets picked up and they have the first season. And then it's like, okay, oh my God, are we going to get two? Are we going to get two? And then it's like, it's every showrunner is deer in the headlights with season two. Fuck. What do I do now? 
Like, I have noticed this particularly. I'm sorry, Marvel fans. This is particularly a problem on yeah, the is. Marvel Netflix series. They throw everything at the kitchen sink in season one, and then when we get to two, it's like watching paint dry. I'm like, pick it up, you know? Because I can tell this is a one-season pitch. They didn't know what to do. I think Arrow is a little bit unique because they actually did pitch it as a five-year show. But then it took off, and it became basically the anchor of the entire DC TV, you know, business unit. And they were like, I think we're going to go past five because we want to keep making money. And then you're stretching the story out. And that automatically started a lot of problems in Arrow because they were stretching out. The only reason why Elicity broke up, the only reason, guys, is because they were going longer than five. That's it. That's all. You can actually, I can actually see in, in four where the decision was made. Because we swerve. It's just like a swerve. You're like, whoa, we're going this way. Okay. <laughs> and they could have made that breakup real short. Mm-hmm. In fact, that was a lot of fans' frustrations. Is why are they dragging this out? Mm, because they're going longer than five. And you might not like that this is a business entity and it's not just but art. This but this is also why we say... Entity. This is also why we say, fans, you do not want the show to go longer. No, 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 no. Sometimes because the plan is better. Because if you thought it was annoying when they broke Elicity up in season four and didn't get him back together right away, it doesn't get better for shows that go longer and longer no. and longer. Because that right. sort of thing will Then they keep start happening. fucking with your stuff. And then you're like, don't yeah. touch my stuff. So I no, feel like good. as we were going into and I have a I understand there's a lot of problems with Mark things he's said um yeah he's he ain't my PR problem I'm just saying what he's a hot mess too yeah again problematic (laughs) as fuck and I think he would admit that too um I just I have a hard time where it's like okay everything we got that we love is because we asked for it and they gave it to us and everything we hate is because mark is a misogynistic asshole no trust me there is nothing on this show that has happened that the writers and showrunners which include wendy miracle um and beth schwartz um did decided to do it on their own it it's not it's it's just the way the show's made. They can't keep up it's, with our opinions. That's a v- it's a very simplistic way to look at right. how a TV show is And made. if Arrow's and good right now, easy. here's the thing. If Arrow's good right now, if we get a good episode, that's amazing. What a brilliant showrunner. If it's a shit episode, Mark's still in charge. Yep. Sorry, guys. That's, that's not how this works. No. Okay? And I'm sorry. I was not expecting. I did not put all these expectations on Beth because all of a sudden she has a vagina. The show is going to be completely different. Sorry. I was like, well, she's, here's my thing. As she's as doing I her thing heard. and she's doing the best she can. Is that is that nailing Arrow episodes every single time? No. When I first heard the whispers that Mark might be leaving, I did not like that we at were all. scared. Not, it, <laughs> even though Mark himself was a problematic dude, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh God. Because I have had some pretty bad luck in the past mm. with changing switching of the showrunner is a major major up a lot of times the person who comes in likes to tear down everything, everything. that the showrunner yep. did before they him. take it all apart and, and they, they want to forge mm-hmm. their own legacy yep they do i've seen and that happen countless times to take it all apart everything you love they destroy 
and they and make so it into something everybody else. was sitting there going yay Beth! and i was like <laughs> here's the thing arrow is problematic as fuck Don't it's like a hot it. mess there's wildly problematic writing choices constantly all the time but i knew where he stood on elicity yeah, that's true. Mark <laughs> loved Elicity and he was never going to Did he not serve Elicity to the detriment of Felicity Smoke? Did he give Felicity Smoke a lot of individual attention? No. 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 But here's the thing. <laughs> he he a lot of people will say, Well, if he loved them, why why did he break them up? Why did he do this? Why did he do that? He loves them, them and he wants because, them to listen, keep making him money. <laughs> anybody who no, but also anybody who is a writer knows you torture your most beloved creations. Oh yeah. That's that's what writers do. That's how they show their love. The 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 people that they put through the most hell are the ones that they love the most. And Mark loved Elicity. Well, here's the thing, guys. You I know? I remember For when I was talking problems, to him and I was getting did. those spoilers. I was getting those spoilers. Um, I can't remember if it was after season five or before season five. One of the two. One of one of those SDCCs when I interviewed him, and I told him g- genuinely, genuinely, there are people who are worried Elicity is over for good and that you're done with them. You could that have was after that was after four. After four, right? So yeah, I think I five. met him after four. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're going into five. That was the first time I met him. I remember after when you five, told me this. Right. I know. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that I didn't. Here's the thing. If he tells me not to tell something, I keep my mouth shut to everybody. She so doesn't every, even say. I don't say I anything heard to this Cal. Thing and I can't. So tell yeah, I'm like, she'll not, tell me, but she so won't tell anything. They're like, else. oh, well, what did you tell Cal? You can go read it on the blog. It's there. I just tell her before I write it up. So <laughs> I'm just, and then I and then I interviewed him after five. And we were going into six, and I wanted him to, like, tell me when the wedding was, and he wasn't going to do that. So (laughs) I was like, okay. But I can't remember when I said it, but I said that there was a genuine concern. Well, obviously, it was before five because they were back together at five. Right. Okay. Sorry. So I told him, genuinely, (laughs) people are afraid. Alyssa's over, and you're done. I remember when you told me this. And he was Was shocked. Not even surprised. He was shocked. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, I think you're not, I think it's over. He's like, but it, why? I was like, because you broke well, him up. The and he's like, but to get him At back. that point right. in time, Mark Guggenheim thought that we were, we were different fans. Like we understood we that he, he, he thought that we understood that, okay, they're going to break him up, but obviously they're going to get him back together. Well, I think he thought that the Elicity fandom as a whole, for all our passion, for all our noise making, for all our promotion, for all our our largeness, he thought that we had more faith than we and did. And I thought that patience. was a really I thought that was a really <laughs> depressing commentary on our fandom. Yeah, I do remember he did say that. Yeah. It was like a little he bit He was more. really shocked that we didn't have more faith. In this couple that we shipped. And I was like, I remember being legitimately sad about that. I was that. like, oh. Because I'm like, I have faith. But yeah, the, 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 well, by that- and large, going into season five, a lot of people didn't. And it was discouraging. Well, yeah, that they were never going to fix it. Like, this was yeah. never going to be fixed. And I th- I think from a writer perspective, just speaking from my own experience, you break things to put them back together. Yeah, that's the whole point that's of writing. That's why you do it. And I always am telling my husband, I said, I approach writing like I'm a bull in a china shop. I go in and I break it all up 
so that I can put it back together right, again the because fun. the putting it back together is the that's fun. That's the part. fun. That's where the drama comes from. And I would say there's nothing in Beth Schwartz's interviews and in the way she's been writing Arrow that I feel like that's a shift. No, I feel like she has kind of taken up the Mark Guggenheim party line. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because it could have gone much worse for us. I'm not worried. <laughs> I was really worried before they named the showrunner. Yeah. Who, like, I was scared. And then right. when they said it was I, Beth, here, I was like, here. okay, okay, okay. okay, okay Beth, Alyssa is going to be in good hands. And it, honestly, yeah. guys, it really has been. And Felicity has been in good hands. Okay. Yeah. But I think She's that there's this episode, there's a little bit of an attitude about 12 <laughs> because they handed it out to Mark. You know, he's going to, you know, cut, the, cut the Felicity. All Mark's She's fault. all Mark's fault. He cut Emily's scene short because he hates Emily. Listen. Yeah. Nothing gets on air without Beth Schwartz being like, yay. And she was like, yeah, I love this episode. If she had a problem she with the writing. She said her favorite right, episode. She said if she had a problem <sighs> with the writing, if she had a problem with there not being enough Emily Bett Ricards, you know what a showrunner can do? They can go to the writer of the episode and they can say, hey, put another More scene Felicity. in of Felicity. That's how it works. So I, I, I think it's collaborative. I think, I think that, you know... I don't know the inner workings of the doldrums of the CW and how to write a television show. I know it's a grind. I would never in a million years want to write a TV show. Like, ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, because it's you like... You and I could make such a good we TV We could. Show like, if I can do it from my house and I don't have to do 80 hours a week, <laughs> like, that's how I'll do it. But that's not how you write TV. Uh-huh. I know. That's not how it goes. So I'm just saying that I feel like everyone's uh-huh. like, why isn't this shit bothering you? Why isn't this shit bothering you? I'm not saying it's not bothering me. I think I expected a lot of it. It's just not bothering us that much. This much. And it's just, it's par for the course with Arrow. Yeah, it's, it's not like anything Like we new. said, they're going to slap a bow on Diggle. If they're not going to do a deep dive, they're slapping a bow. So I'm hoping We've they been slap saying that for weeks. Right. I'm hoping they slap the bow in twelve and we're gonna get a little bit more of a deep dive. Here's the other thing that I always say. We're in the mid season slump. This is always when everyone gets the most frustrated with the show. It's from yeah. episode ten until fifteen. Yeah. Okay, because the show gets slow. I got to say, season seven, mid-season slump is light years better than previous seasons. It ha- It is, because there were some... Some there dark were really days, bad. guys. We've had some really bad mid-season episodes. Oh, my God. Terrible. Really bad. I just, so, I've, I'm super prepared like these days Beth to hate these episodes. I know. I'm predisposed <laughs> to hate it. And maybe that's another thing. Like, by seven, I feel like Cal and I are like, okay, we're going to fucking hate these. We're going to hate 11. We're going to have 12. We're going to hate 11, 12, and 13, probably. Maybe there'll be some light in 14 and 15. Maybe. Maybe. But we're going to hate for sure 13. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm not hating as much as I hated all the other ones. So there's that. It's glass half full. There's an improvement. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Beth Schwartz gets my round of applause for having an uptick in the mid-season slump. Because that's something no other showrunner has been able to do. But it's still not great. But we it ain't just great. Expect it to be. But great. I wasn't expecting, <laughs> and I I think this is the frustration too because it's like okay we hear 100th episode and we hear 150 and we hear love letter to fans and I agree you guys it's an unfair marketing scheme that they throw at everybody. It's, oh, but they it's, do this. It's the snow yeah. job and they do yeah, it all it the is. time. Okay, they do do and it. And they all let the you time. think it's gonna be a certain something and then they drop the bomb on you in the episode. Okay. So when you say 100th episode and love letter to the fans, well, obviously, if the showrunners can acknowledge that OTA no. and Elicity are the show, which they have acknowledged, that D- Diggle, 
Felicity and Oliver are the show that that would mean in a celebration of the show we're going to get a real big focus on those three we cannot blame the fans for expecting right or there's like nothing that. wrong with expecting no. that absolutely no. nothing wrong particularly in celebratory episodes and i would yeah. say true to some series but a lot of series don't do that and they like to do something outside the box and you know and a lot of the outside the box shit is so they can bring back guest stars because they like to like mm-hmm. traipse them through the and they Arrow's like gone like, the other way character? remember this character remember this like, character like I remember right I remember like ER's 100th episode I was like super excited about and I was just like oh it's just it's just more people in the ER and they're fixing it <laughs> it wasn't like it didn't feel like it's a wildly different episode <laughs> I was like oh okay and you know they bill it as that because oh look at us we're gonna get our cake and we made 100 episodes and that's great that's that's really great that's rare for a show to do that and I'm not saying that the show shouldn't pat themselves on the back for that I'm just saying from a story perspective Well, and here's where, and Jen and I talked about this a little bit, when, when do you expect there to be a good amount of Elicity or OTA or Felicity? And that was, yeah, that's the other thing I'm going to talk about. Exactly. Because when do I expect that, Callie? When do I always expect that? When do we, when do we expect those is when we hear, usually well in advance, that an episode is going to be very big for Elicity, Felicity, or They let OTA, us know, guys. Three. They let us know way ahead of time. Yeah. Think of 520. Think of 320. Oh God, think 520 of... Think fair. of 305. Think of... 301. These, 301. Oh, my God. It was a summer of 301. You know, but I mean... But they didn't do that for 12. They didn't focus, do that for 12. No. When they're, when they're going to do a big focus on Elicity and Felicity... They let us know. They talk about it. And Steve talks about it, and the showrunners talk about it, and it's in interviews and promo materials and all this stuff. They let us n- really know ahead of time, and I didn't see any of that for the 12th. But episode. I also got to say, when is the other part of the year when I expect big Elicity and OTA moments? Premiere and finale. Yeah, that's it, guys. I'm not even like, ooh, mid-seasons. Nah. Mm-mm. Premiere and finale. If I get some nuggets in there in between, I'm calling like, it a successful consider, year. Consider Felicity's one and only flashback episode that we ever got. I'm still bitter. She, she deserves I know. to have more. But we knew about that episode at SDCC. Yes. Okay. The fucking we shit knew, out of that. <laughs> we knew so far ahead that that episode was coming. We knew. And they made sure that we knew. Right. You know, well, and... right. So when they're not when telling it's, us that, when it's but they're radio saying, silence and love letter, the love letter to the fans, but, but they're not the saying, oh, it's, it's a big not, Felicity episode. No, <sighs> it's not going to be back the expectations. TA or Mm-mm. Felicity, no. Mm-mm. It's not. Well, it's and not. that doesn't make sense for me. Like the Felicity stuff, I was totally like, first of all, we needed to have way more Felicity. That was a major failing, a major misfire. There wasn't a lot of Felicity in the 100th episode, and we got dinged again in the, t- in the 150th. The show goes at fucking 200. But there was more than there... Well, there's there more there was in the hundredth, right? And yeah. and I liked the scenes better than what we got yeah. in the one hundredth. I agree. Um, but I I was a little like, yeah, you know, we could have done a joint husband wife interview. I mean, Oliver was like non-existent on the family side. That would have been so cute. So cute, and would have satisfied a lot of folks where you're f- giving well, it. Due we attention. saw like Oliver come and say, "I talked, spoke to my family." 
And I was like, like Did or you? could we have Can a we scene see that for scene? that? What does that look like? <laughs> I would really like to know how how does one present to your wife and child that after doing a stint in a maximum maximum security prison after you told after you decided you were going to do it without discussing it with them and left them bare to the wolves that you are now going to go back to it and how does one feel about that and we got their sign off i would like to see that happen no. but they didn't no no yeah. that would that's 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 too much story to fill in so the My ota part of it, the ota part of it <laughs> i wasn't expecting that guys i really wasn't mm-hmm. i mean when they say we're going to be doing a documentary and we're bringing back all these guest stars there's no time the minute they say there we're bringing back guest stars knock off 20 minutes Boom, gone. Okay, and then you have action time, which Arrow, I know we all like love the emotional stuff, but the the show loves the action stuff, okay? They put a lot, they of, time spend a lot of time into villain action. of the week and stunts. It eats yeah. up a shit ton of screen time. It does. And then we get like They're not gonna show Oliver talking to his family about something when they can show Oliver shooting arrows rolling around in a shaky camera on a documentary. No, I know which one they're gonna go. And I don't care who the showrunner is. That's always gonna be what the show is. And that's that's just because that's what the show is. Like there's a certain amount of I just have my zenness is it's not that we like it that way. No. It's just that we recognize that's how it is. No, but like I, I reject this idea because her. we're not screaming or we're saying, oh, we like the episode, that we're quality buffoons. I don't buffoons. feel like screaming. <laughs> I don't feel like screaming. Well, but that, that we're not quality buffoons either. Like I recognize that there are problems in this show. I recognize it's wildly messy, but I just, I argue that's been from day one and I've acclimated yeah, to it. that's not a new thing. And, you know, I... Here's my other thing. I think it's real easy. And this is something Chris King, if you guys don't know Chris King, a TV overmine, he's my like reviewer, like soul twin. I just love how he writes arrow reviews because here's what Chris does. Chris says what I'm trying to say. (laughs) He does it in one page. Succinctly in one page. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that took me 12 and like a lot of gifts. (laughs) And I'm like, I like read Chris and I'm like, oh, I could have been in bed in an hour. That's amazing. And I don't know. I, but like, I can't write arrow reviews like that. It's just not how my brain functions. Yeah. So I just like to see Chris write it the way I wish I could write it and just receive it. <laughs> so he's writing all the same stuff I said about Diggle. And he's really, he's really the sweetest pumpkin man you'll ever meet in your he life is. he's just a doll he's a lovely just guy. a sweet sweet guy and he was like i read the review because he had this really great and i retweeted it because he had this really great thread on twitter about like how he came down on arrow way too harsh and he doesn't want to disrespect the creators because making television is really really hard and it's super easy for him sitting in his living room um to criticize they put out mm-hmm. the product it's real easy to just tear it apart I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I didn't like this. And he's like, listen, there's a lot of jobs that go into this. There's a lot of effort. And I agree with this. I don't feel like Arrow has ever put out an episode like, oh, we don't give a shit and we're just phoning it in. I've never felt that. I think they they really try to create a quality product every yeah. time. Uh, maybe at the end of season six, they we were, were phoning, phoning it in, in at six. Yeah, well, I but, totally agree but, with that. Yes, particularly but for in the, the most room. part, they really are trying. Right, I think there's an effort, and I appreciate that because they're trying to give us good quality entertainment. And whether or not I like it or not, it remains to be seen. 
Right. I always acknowledge that that they worked on this right. and they, they tried to do right. what they think is really cool. Right. And I actually went and then I, I read that thread and I was like, wow, what did Chris say in his review? Because I hadn't read it yet because I have to go to sleep after I read my review because I'm so, I so tired. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, everyone's like, why is Jen posting it at 1? Because, listen, guys, if you're ever wondering, like, where's Jen rev- Jen's review on Tuesday... So here's something I've stopped doing. I've stopped staying up all night to write reviews to get it out on Tuesday morning because I was dying. It was six years and I was actually dying. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to write it during the day. And sometimes I go grocery shopping before I finish the review. The mind reels. So maybe the next time so I get it's it out, Tuesday afternoon right. and you're going, I'm, where the hell is It's not Jen's published review? until Tuesday maybe, night. It's like late maybe Tuesday. Maybe understand that Jen has a life. I, yeah, I like, I, you can for sure come to my blog on Wednesday. It'll be done. Unless I've been sick. Wednesday is now, your don't time. promise that, Jen, because there sick. are times. That's true. Just say it'll be it'll up. It'll be up when it's up. up. Okay. <laughs> Kelly's working on me. She's like, you set deadlines for yourself, and it's crazy. Anyway, so I went back, and I read Chris's review, and it's flawless. I mean, it's flawless. He covers the Diggle particularly section is, I feel, a cut above. And he, he... <laughs> He was, his big criticism, this is, this is Chris being mean. Like, I mean, you guys see the shit I say in my review. <laughs> I mean, I, my snark can get a little edgy. Um, and Chris is like, the fans deserve better. And he felt bad about that. <laughs> that is like the puppy dog <laughs> that we're dealing with. This sweet, sweet soul out here who's just like, the fans deserve better. And he's like, oh, you know, maybe that was a little mean. It's <laughs> like... Do you see the gifts that I pick <laughs> to, sh- to share my snark? They're not always that pleasant. But what I loved is he made an analogy. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but he made an analogy to Arrow and fast food. <laughs> it was like, it's like it was like the yeah. McDonald's of episodes. Like we were fed, <laughs> but we were not satisfied. <laughs> I was like, but that's kind of Arrow in, in totality for me as, an, yeah. as a viewer. Like when I, I watch Breaking Bad... It was... That episode is a steak. <laughs> yeah. I every mean, episode of Breaking Bad is a you're steak. You're just like, whoa. But that's a show that stuck to its timeline. They did not waver from it. They're like, nope, we're done. And trust me... And that's what I love and respect I respect it. it. Everybody walked away from the table. We're like, okay, everybody made enough money. This is the story. We're going to go out on the high. And most shows can't do that. Most shows can't walk away when it's the high. So I... I have been in that I've got a steak dinner thing and I've I there have been episodes of Arrow that feel like a steak dinner but I've never felt like a season feels like a steak dinner no Mm -hmm. um and I definitely didn't feel 12 was feeling like a steak dinner and I think what's unfair to I think I feel like season three was fettuccine alfredo it was really good it was really yummy and you, but you were hungry like a couple hours later and had to have some cheesecake. Like maybe a Caesar salad with it. <laughs> Rolls. It was. Callie and I are obviously place. hungry. Um, so, <laughs> but what I feel like with 12 is a lot of us were expecting a steak dinner because it's the 150th. But the things that right. make it dinner. where I was coming at it from, and this is why I'm very like, oh, it wasn't so bad. The things that make it a steak dinner, we were nowhere near in the plot. Like, we're at episode 12. It's like, I a steak dinner for me in the 100th episode would have been Oliver and Felicity getting back together. Well, that's not going to happen in eight. Okay? So it's like, oh, OTA reuniting. 
I was like, even if they reunite OTA, it's going to be this bullshit slap a bow. I didn't think Swept I didn't think it was going to be as bad <laughs> as they did it. Like I was like, they're going to like. There's going to be some acknowledgement. I, there was no acknowledgement. So I, here's here's what I did like about kind of not just OTA, but the team reunion. I liked that there was some acknowledgement of the fact that the team hasn't been together since the previous season and that they miss it. And then maybe they need to go back to that the... But maybe team. there was something there and we gave that, up. And Oliver went to the bunker and he's like, we're going to rebuild gonna this. this. Right. And I'm like... And so I liked that because I'm like, okay. Yes. High well, show. Whatever was happening right. in this episode might have kind of fallen flat. It kind of gave me a little bit of a glimmer going Well, that's forward. why I kind of feel like... Okay, like, yeah. Um, okay. Like the 100th okay. episode. Yeah, I get it. We weren't... you. We were not delivered what we you know um maybe it was not the way you envisioned eliciting ota being delivered onto the platter but there was a spark set in oliver in that episode a, honestly my an emotional my, kind of the beginning of him making peace with his past and he can't make yeah. peace with it he can't be with felicity there's prerequisites here fam at episode eight well he can't well he can't make peace with everything but i was like he's starting to make peace with his past but he can't get back together with felicity until he's dealing with his past so i was like that's good this is good we're we're on the right track there's an issue because before that you guys before it. that you guys there was nothing he there was, was nothing was from running. Oliver that he, he even remotely understood <laughs> why she broke up with him. There was nothing. It was like, I know you're a pine tree, but do you have to be this big of one? There was nothing. And at the end of the 100th episode, he's sitting down and having a beer with Barry. And he's like, you know, my life has been absolute shit, but it's been a full life and there's been some good stuff. And he wouldn't have what he has unless the horrible things happened that that moment with barry was him saying listen i couldn't stay in that world because that wasn't a full life that wasn't a real life right i couldn't that wouldn't be as fulfilling to me as this hellscape that i right. live in man loves his <laughs> you know, this and that was the same thing that happened that was the same thing that happened in 12 because listen guys we have been dealing with this bullshit civil war since 609 and this is something Such I get frustrated with Arrow nonsense. with, and I, I, I'm like, you guys have an unreasonable they expectation. Drag their feet on the yes, they, they should right. Not. It's always like these <laughs> are the. This is the hill to die on. You're like, this is not the hill. Like this stuff, you guys this expect hill is a bad hill. Like they expect fans <laughs> to hang on from a storyline that started in 609, and we are in 712, and it has not resolved. We, we never liked it. And we didn't like it. it to start with. They did the same shit with Elicity. It's like, okay, did we have to wait as long as we did to get to 520? No. They rushed through the things that they shouldn't right. rush through. Right, and it's like, and they then they just take their damn things. time with all this bullshit. So I am with yeah. you guys where it's like... Problematic mess. Problematic mess. But they've been mess. doing that from the day... They can't paste themselves yep. out of a paper nope. bag it's like that is always my wild like when everyone was like oh when we were in our big theory making <laughs> this is what's gonna happen <laughs> back in the back days. in the day our days of yarn uh 
<laughs> like I was always like, oh, this is. It's, I think it should happen. And there was a lot of like episode number guessing. And if you got the episode number wrong, well, then your theory was shit. I'm like, that's ridiculous. But they never did stuff when I thought they should do stuff. I was like, why are you taking so long? Why are you going so fast? Like this show has had. Just look at season one. If it took them f- until episode 15 to get the to figure out what it was, what the show is, they've never come out of that knowing how to pace a season. They don't know how to do it. Okay, and I will give Vampire Diaries credit. They are much better. They were always much better at pacing a season. I would say Buffy was terrible at season pacing. I feel like Arrow kind of hamstrings itself a little bit by they do they make their own problems they make it harder on themselves than it needs to be ever since the first season they've and they pride themselves on it and i'm like you guys shouldn't because it's actually it's actually a problem is happening in real time yeah everything is in real time no and i'm like that is where the source of so many of these problems it has to be six months in between seasons why because we sit there and we go why didn't william come home over christmas what were they doing what were they doing for six weeks (laughs) there was a hiatus like Like you like how much how much simpler could it be if they went from episode nine to episode and we're supposed to like not like instantaneously like we're not supposed to be team william on this like what is what is going on yeah, it's like they make their own mess. And I get that they make their own mess. They do. But they really it's do. like something that they've always done. And I've just... Quali- like my control... Like, oh, we Again, I'm a very time. much like, like a... Maybe we need to not. Like I'm very much a receiving <laughs> kind of viewer. Just like give me the story. Allow me to receive yeah, it. Same here. I'm just like give it to me. Let yeah. it wash over me. I don't... Yeah. Like a baptism. <laughs> but I don't really... I take it for what it is. Yeah. I don't really it's think... And like they... the ass that I always have the hardest time with are the ones like, what do you want to see on Arrow? Like Cal's great at this. Like, Cal can like end a season and she can be like, I want to see this. I want to see this. I want to see this. Like she, and she's kind of stopped doing this because she realized that it set her expectations too high and then she would disappoint her with what she got. So she just kind of stopped doing it. But very, when I was reading her blog back in the day, she always did this. And <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's yeah, a good idea. It was idea. always a better idea. Than I mean, it was always a better, did. and they never fucking did it. Um, but I was like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like... Guys, when you send me those asks where you're like, what do you want to see in your own? I'm like, um... Mm. babies maybe and I'm not even like that pressed about it like if I don't get it okay like I got my big ticket items I'm definitely at that point right now where I don't need anything else I got my big ticket my big ticket was OTP married I have never made it up the mountain that was my Everest that was my show Everest here's here's (laughs) the one the one last thing the one last thing is this whole Mia thing I need her to be Elizabeth. Yeah, kid I'm gonna be real disappointed be. if that's not what happens. I am gonna and, be bummed. But that's that's but that when I say like for the most part I'm content and that's the only thing mm-hmm. like that's a small thing. And it's Well that's like, the only thing that has me excited about the Flash Fours is that she's maybe their true. daughter <laughs> and if they take that away from me, I don't give a shit about anything. I really exactly. don't. Same. Same. I'm like, okay, well then I'm done. Same. And then it's like, you know, the nice thing that I like about what Beth has done with the flash forwards is she hasn't made it like this mandatory. There was all, all, there was so many episodes that included flash forwards that I was like, we don't, or flashbacks. And I was like, we don't need to do this every episode. Like they really got it. I like that. She kind of goes every other episode. And she doesn't do like half 20 minutes as a flashback 
or 20 minutes is a flash forward and then 20 minutes is present day. She's just like, no, the flash forward was two minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I, oh, I don't need to see this disaster nuclear waste zone every week. You know what I mean? <laughs> like two minutes is plenty. But yeah, they yeah. take that away. I'm going to be bummed. I'm going to be but sad. See, you know what? Another thing to not to toot the flash forwards horn because I know a lot of we people don't, don't like want to do forwards. that because they're. But I will say this is one thing that the flash forwards are doing correctly is and this refers back to what I was just saying. They are not happening in real time. Yes. This has all been like a week. Oh, I told you that. Because I was like, I remember when yeah. we were talking about it, I was like, this is like real Vampire Diaries pacing. That's the first where time it's like, Arrow has ever done Right, that. where it's like, okay, we're taking like, we're taking a season to go through a week. That's what Vampire Diaries did all the time. That's what soap operas do. It's like you can watch a soap opera and then watch it one day and then three months later, they will still be on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the lie, though? Where's the lie? So, I remember, like, there was a season where, on All My Children, where uh, Natalie was stuck down a well, and it became a joke in my family, because me and my sisters were watching it. My dad would work from home, but, like, then he would travel, and then he would, like, and he would, like, loop in, and when he was home, he would, like, Natalie's still <laughs> down really the damn well? And we're like, yeah, it was all summer. She's in the well three months and it was like supposedly a week of her in the well it was ridiculous so yeah that's what arrow's doing with the flash forwards and it's working and they need to do that more in present day where we just cut this bullshit real-time yes. nonsense and it's like whatever it is nonsense because it creates plot holes and it makes things feel really strangely paced and it, it's awkward on, it's guys. awkward well and so <laughs> i guess that was just up. my main thrust because i feel like I feel like, particularly with me, and I have gotten these comments from people, people who I consider friends, <laughs> um, who maybe they weren't, um, were just like, oh, you make everything with Arrow. Like, you'll like it. Like, it's not good, but you'll like it no. because I like everything with Arrow. And well, I somehow twist it. I spin it. So I, so I make it good. And I'm like, I don't feel like that's what I do. I don't because I don't like everything with Arrow. I just... I have a very. We just don't get too pressed. Well, about I just don't press about because like. I accepted that that's. I like problematic shows. The fact that it's messy <laughs> does not do. stop me from watching. <laughs> it has never stopped me from watching, and you know the Americans could be messy at times. You know that was slow. Like I can t I can point to problems in every award winning, everything critically acclaimed TV show that's out there because I've Sons watched of most Anarchy of them. was nothing but mess. Yeah, there's <laughs> always mess because <laughs> the storytelling and I think particular mess. in television and this is where I feel it gets a little messier with television versus like a book or a um, movie. When we get the movie, we get it in completed form. It's done. Yeah. Don't you remember? Whereas TV, it it's like this evolving, never-ending, like monstrosity. It was season three when Stephen said this season is a twenty-three episode movie, and you can't in the middle of the movie be like right. And I know, have learned. Why, why I I learned my I lesson in five yeah. because I was really like <laughs> in five oh nine. Everybody had a hard wow. time. Wow, five was rough. There were some real great moments in five, but holy fucking shit, that season was long. Um, 
I was livid. I was livid with the Prometheus reveal. And I was just like, this is so stupid. I was like, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. You were mad about Prometheus. So mad about it. It was like such a strange hill for me to die on. I was like, this is like, you were a little like. really weird because you were like, like, this is what you care about? Like, this is really important. Like, it was really, really, really important to me a couple things which as i look back on it I'm like what was my deal it was really important to me that they unmask him in in the mid-season because that's what they had done before and since they had done that before we have to do it again but they like, don't well, that's always dumb do that. that's dumb and then it really bothered me that it was just like this completely wah wah reveal it was like the obvious guy because i my whole argument for it not being adrian chase is because he's the only well, they didn't even reveal in the mid-season that no it was 16 it, it was until... like four, 15 yeah. it was like really long 15. time and i was like and then it turned out to be just the obvious choice and my whole thing with all the theories and we were just serious 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 theories and i was like no it just can't be they would never they would never they're smarter than this they would do some they wouldn't cover up like the face of the guy that everyone's gonna be like oh hey look at that new 30 something guy who's about the same height as prometheus showed up (laughs) on the show maybe it's him apparently they would do that and i was just so cratered disappointed and mad and then he turned out to be my opinion the best villain ever in those final episodes and i got mad that we didn't get him more unmasked so i just was like i i was too quick to be like oh this is shit and i'm done and that's one of the reasons why i'm kind of like holding off my full fully formed opinion on 12 um because i'm waiting to see what comes because i feel like 12 yes was sweep it under the rug bullshit but the point was to kind of like get the fire started like it was turning on the ignition on getting the team back together and i guess from that standpoint it was very pat and it was very oh it's 150th and we're one big family and yay yay and we're back together it's like okay well none of that literally none of the 11 other episodes you have shown us support that statement but okay okay writers and okay, go on. what i'm hoping for <laughs> and this is my lesson of five is there's still more story coming so True. maybe there's a there's Can more stuff not? coming with diggle Maybe can you not wait until our podcast for the end of the season where we're like, okay, guys. Oh my god, because that's when we're gonna like. That's when I unleash. I'm always exhausted by the end of the season, and then like my season it's review cute. is like really late, and it's like I almost always post it before premiere day, like one day before. I'm like, here's how I think about. It. But I'm fairly merciless because I'm like, okay, this is what it was, and it ain't good, or it was great, because then you get the whole story. My thing with television is when you're in the middle it's kind of like it's like it's like steven said it's like closing the book in the middle of in the middle of it it's like no there's it's like leaving the movie theater in the first hour it's like well that's not real fair so i'm hoping whatever is coming with ota because we're still headed into the strongest part of arrow season typically the strongest part of arrow season is always the the final five six if i'm being generous Okay, that's when it's like. Do we need to be generous? Uh, We've got one less episode maybe four. this year. So maybe it's just four. Yeah, it's four. <laughs> uh, and I say that because this is where the pacing problem comes. It's like they 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 do these bullshit storylines that we hate and elongate and elongate and elongate. But and consider like, the because they have like 
Right, because they have all their goodies. They have their goodie bag, and they're waiting to like unleash it. And then they like just it's this. But consider it's this also flood of action and information and character development in the last four episodes. You're like, or we could have paced this out, and you could have fed me a little bit more throughout the season. But they don't do that. That's not the show. Cons- consider what is widely recognized as the best final run of episodes of any Arrow season ever, which is the last three episodes of season two. Those were all the same night. Yeah. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, and let's when talk. When they yep. mm-hmm. s- get away from that. That's the only time I can really think that they really squashed the time. Uh, when but was the Prometheus run? The when was Adrian Chase? Because that started in 15. I feel like they, they just like, t- they took the brakes off. That was, that was great. In but 16. I mean, but that was not Elicity focus. The, the reason why two is so great, the reason why we all love two, the reason why we love season two, is because of those final three episodes. Well, it's the final three episodes. It wasn't even just Elicity, although the Elicity was great. What I really liked about it was this impending doom of this siege army taking over the city. We saw them mobilize. We saw them unleash and reveal themselves. We saw them taking over the train station and the police station. And we saw them fighting them on the streets and just kind of going from here to there. And where's Slade now? What's his next move going to be? And and it it was very in the moment for three whole episodes. And it kind of really kept the tension going. And really kept things going forward. I mean, can you imagine if it had been like a week in between? Right. Each, and have they really episode, done that? Have they done the that since then? I don't think so. Because I feel like even the Adrian Trace stuff was like, you know, there was like a week and a month breaks. Yeah. So I was like, eh, no. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I just. Either this makes me not as big of an Arrow fan. Maybe I'm a more jaded Arrow fan. I don't know. Jaded is I think I'm more jaded than (laughs) what other fans have been. And I was more jaded from the beginning. And maybe my mistake even in the beginning of the blog is I just, I talked so much about what I loved, which was Elicity and all these things. And I I wasn't really, I spent hours and hours writing about Elicity because it was all new and I had new things to say. And now it's like I've said the things. And so now I can focus my attention a little bit more on, you know, and I think my reviews have developed from a point of where I focus on just yeah. Elicity to I expand to the whole episode. Because that's just how I've just, it's developed. So I think sometimes when I come off so zenny, seems like I'm saying everything is, Arrow delivers is amazing. And I just want to assure what people I that's saying, not true. Yeah, this is what I was saying earlier on, which is that we have, we're choosing to focus our time and attention and energy on the things that we do like. Well, and yeah, I mean, there was a lot of talk, you know, again, we, I think sometimes fandom memory short, it's really short. It is short. And we, we short. forget all the times where we were screaming about Roy. We forget all the times we were screaming about Sarah. We forget all the times we were screaming about Laurel. I haven't forgotten. Cal has a good memory. <laughs> and... That this concept I that how this much everybody sh- hated everything all the time. I, I do feel like that. And I guess my frustration, too, is where I'm getting tired on from a fandom perspective is it's the same complaints over and over again. We it want is. more Elicity. We want more OCA. Okay, guys, here. And this is this is what I wrote in my review. And this is the fundamental disconnect between 
fandom and the Arrow show. We want the show to be Oliver Felicity and Diggle. They want the show to be more than Oliver Felicity and Diggle. Yeah. Fundamental disagreement. I mean, just construct speaking. And they're not going to change. They what will it is never based on what we ever want. agree with us. They will give us an OTA focused episode. They will give us Felicity episodes. They will give us those episodes even in the big episodes, like the premiere or and the finale. Moments or they'll give episodes. us moments. But they will never, ever focus on those core three the way I personally feel like they need to. Right. Particularly at this phase in the show. Because now what they're all invested in, and I feel this coming from a business perspective, is when is it going to end? And it's they're setting up. They're like, it's like little leaving little escape hatches everywhere, you know, of yeah. where, There's where can we keep this going? Where can we keep this going? Because this is the first show, Arrow was the first show in the DC TV universe on CW that's gonna, so it's gonna end first. They're not gonna cancel the other ones before they end Arrow, okay? And it's all gonna come down to, I swear to God, when Stephen Amell wants to be done. So maybe he's done next year. I don't know. I have no idea sure do i think they should be probably is he gonna do it or is he gonna the nice thing that the nice position steve's in the nice position steve is in is he can negotiate contract to contract he doesn't have a long-term contract anymore so that gives him a lot of like you know bargaining power at the table but also this isn't a man who like needs money you know so then you get to the point where you know he's made a lot of money already and he might be getting itchy to do other projects that's always the big push so what they are, and Stephen talked about this in a podcast, because they're like, well, what's left, what's left for Oliver to do? Die. And Steve was like, no. <laughs> he said, I really can't imagine them ever writing themselves into a box like that. He's like, that's not the focus right now. He's like, the focus is Oliver's legacy. That's what we're building. Okay? Which means all the it's other characters who team. are going to exist after Stephen Amell goes off and does right. Ninja Turtles 12. Okay, and are they trying to prep for a show that could exist without Stephen Amell, Emily Beck, Ricards, and David Ramsey? Hell yeah. Of course they are. Will I watch it? No. You know, could it be the Samiko thing? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, could, um, be. could it be the Flash Forward kids? I feel that's more likely. Um, but even that's problematic. So, and then you start getting into the mess of you know, are we sacrificing our personal storyline to set that shit up? Because that's what happens on, that's what happened on the originals where they just killed everybody because none of the other actors wanted to be on the new show. So it wasn't even like, so in order to launch the new show and have explanations why, you know, why isn't Klaus coming to visit his daughter at school is, well, we're going to kill him. Okay. And it didn't make for a good ending. It was just like, okay, everybody dies. That's dumb. So I think that that's where I get, where I'm nervous right now with Arrow. I don't want the the launch vehicle to overtake what we still have to do. And that, that was my argument. And that's where 12 failed for me. They are so focused on legacy right now, but they haven't done the damn job yet. Oliver has not saved they're, the they're city. They're going to do it like all at the end. It's of all going to be at the very end of the show. And it's like they're all, you know, oh, Oliver's built this thing. And I was like, he's kind of built a thing. He's built something. 
but it it's not what he set out to do and what he set out to do is save the city and i said i'm sorry homeboy save the city means camelot that's why i use that example in the review it's not oh i saved them for merlin Oh, I saved them for Slade. It's consistent peace year after year after year after year. Where Oliver, because of his omnipresent abilities and just present in the city that, oh, we don't go to Star City because that's where Jesus lives and he's going to stop me. That's what they're, that's Oliver's goal. That's saved. And that's not going to happen until the show ends. So they're walking around with this cart before the horse attitude. And it's all about the newbie characters. And it's all about these new guys. And, you know, expanding Oliver's dream to these new people. They're distracting us with the newbies. And it's like something's shiny over here while they're doing the actual work. And the actual work, I guarantee you, will only take place in the premieres and in the finales. (laughs) And the rest of it is fairly a lot of window dressing now that this is where we're at on a hero's journey because we could have had oliver at any point in time like i said they can pull this fully realized superhero trigger at any damn time that they want and they're just delaying it because they don't know when the show is going to end which creates slow storytelling and it makes the problems feel bigger but i assure you the problems that arrow is addressing i don't feel are new that's my attitude and I feel like these problems are a foundational thing and that this has always been who the show is and I've just accepted it. So that's yeah. the Zen. That's where Zen Jen comes from. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, do we want to spend a lot of time getting upset over things we can't do? I have a tattoo on my arm. Everybody's heard me talk about it. I love it's a it. line from Hamilton. I love it. And I love it very much. And it says, I am the one thing in life I can't control. I can't control what Arrow's doing. And I feel like a lot of fandom is like very concerned about. We need to, to control that the this will show. Of we need to tell the writers what to, we want. Right. We're going to write the ship. No. Like our will and as it's, a fandom. And it's not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. They have a very. And that's. And that's. They have. I'm. I'm. It's not going to ever happen. No. I'm. Not, I'm. It's. 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 But just I don't not. really feel. So, I. I got to be honest. I don't want to waste my time on things I can't control. I can control how I interact with the show, how I feel about the show, how I watch the show, what I do with regards to the show. That's what I can control, and so that's what I choose to focus my time on. I mean, here's my thing. I and I know people get really mad when I say this, but I have a very negative point of view on power of fans i don't think it amounts to much yeah. ever i mean no it does like you they have like your it. initial like, it, like <laughs> a show gets out comes out of the gate right and they build a fan base really that first season is really when they're cultivating the 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 mainstay of their audience that's gonna go the long haul and I would say you know if they're lucky they can grow it maybe in the second season but I feel like by the time you get to the third your audience is the audience and they're just gonna write the show and after a certain point once you hit a certain number of episodes and you do the math and you do the business it just makes more mathematical business sense to keep it on the air to get to a certain point okay so there's a certain cushion point where I feel like shows are like you know 
we feel like we're going to get another season. And if they have that feeling, we feel like we're going to get another season, they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to, the showrunner and the vision is going to be the vision, whatever, however that all gets decided with the network and that kind of stuff. And then they produce the product and we receive it. And they can react much later on when they're planning the next season, but they can't turn a show on a dime because fans are screaming on Twitter. And I think this 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 concept that because we have access to showrunners and actors and crew on Twitter, it gives us a false sense of control. And I've always said this, okay? Just because you can tweet Mark Guggenheim and say, I hate that Diggle isn't friends with Oliver right now, doesn't mean that Mark can get into his like, or I shouldn't even say Mark. I should say Beth. Doesn't mean that Beth, because Beth was getting death threats, guys, because of 12. Yeah, that's not right. That's not okay. Under any circumstances, should you ever be sending death threats to anyone who is ever talking no. about T To Beth, to Mark, v. to Stephen, to Katie, to it's Emily. It's an inanimate nobody. object that's fake. None of these people do really exist. Do it. it doesn't, it's <sighs> not real. You're sending horrible things to real people about fake people that are not going to be in your life for the rest of your life it's insanity to me and you look like a lunatic you when you do like because you kind of are one i'm sorry if you are sending death threats sorry you need to get some mental help so what i'm saying is we scream i hate the way diggle is acting beth can't get into her like magic showrunner spaceship and time travel back to when they shot episode 11 and fix everything i like about 11 or don't like about 11 that's not how it works she's like oh well that sucks that you guys didn't like it next one and she's already focused on writing 19 so there isn't this 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 free wheeling re-receive feedback they change it that's not how this works and it gives this false sense because networks are interested in social media response they want to see like generally they like the buzz okay but here's another news flash this is another thing that no one's gonna like me saying Social media does not save a show. Not ever. Like, if there was Arrow in danger of getting canceled, okay, like, let's say we were in season three. No, I'll move it a little bit further because I might have been, I might have been crazy enough back <laughs> to do this. Let's say it was in five and say, oh, Arrow might get canceled. Arrow might get canceled. I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be tweeting save Arrow. I wouldn't be doing the tweet thing. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change the numbers. If a, sh if a show is getting canceled, it's a numbers thing. And there's literally nothing I can do about it unless I'm a Nielsen family. And if you're not a Nielsen family, your voice doesn't count. It doesn't count if you watch it on Netflix. It doesn't count if you watch it on Hulu. It doesn't, it doesn't count on your DVR. Unless you're a Nielsen family, nothing you watch counts. And yeah, if you're a Nielsen family and you're watching something on your DVR, then you're included in the same day plus three. But it's the same group of people. It doesn't, same day plus three and live viewership is the same group. They're, you know, mining. They're Nielsen families. That's how, live, that's how the rating systems work. And we can talk about how that's a shitty system. I agree. Okay. And shows have had to go to other ways of making money but they also make billions of dollars off the advertising world they're not changing it because it works everyone's making some money so that's where I always I come at it from a very business perspective where it's like 
listen, they're going to be happy if I watch. It's not like, oh, because you're not a Nielsen family, we don't give a shit that you watch. No, no. They very much want non-Nielsen families to watch, and that, 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 that matters. But there's no power. We have no power. And as I've been in fandom, and the more shows I watch, and the older I'm getting, no the more I'm like, there is no power. There, the power is not there. In general, if... It's an illusion. It's an illusion. And in general, if it's something yeah. that, oh, the show took a nosedive, and we're doing things where, um, you know... I feel like those directives come from other places. Maybe there's a response to fans and maybe it's like, oh, fans are really unhappy. And then when they go into planning the next season, maybe that gets addressed. That's really the only time I feel like it can be addressed. But I also feel like a lot of show directives come from the network too and said, this is what you're going to do. There's a lot of moving parts in making a television There's a lot shows. of things that, that we don't control. And there's a lot of things, things I don't Beth know. Beth doesn't control. Right. There's a lot of things that Mark right. doesn't control. There's a lot of things that Stephen right. and Emily don't control. It's you just, guys it's just, just, there's no control. The sooner, the sooner you realize, <laughs> you try to and I like tweeting because God knows I live tweet and God knows I snark. Okay, I like I, I like shouting into the void. It is therapeutic in a lot of ways. And if that's that. the point of your tweeting, I think that's great. Go for it. You got to do what you got to do to make the show enjoyable. You know, if that, and I think life, I think hate watching is a real thing and people do it and get a, a lot of entertainment from it. And th if you're entertained I from it. I think as long as you, as you are entertained and aren't like getting super invested in whatever the outcome is. Like some people hate watch and they, they, they get invested. But they in think that the hate somehow. watch is going to somehow Nothing I do change is going to change the outcome of Arrow. Yeah. Nothing. That's nothing, why it's really freeing to write a review. Because it's like, this is just what I think. This is it. This is my response to what you gave me. And nothing I say in this is going to, like, <laughs> fix anything or change the direction nope. of the show. But that's why I love to write the reviews. Because I'm very in my head about the show. And I kind of just need to, like, get it out. And then I can go on with my day. But I'm not expecting it to somehow have this. And I get real fussy about it, too, because it goes back to that whole fans, not fan service, but this whole concept that Elicity only became Elicity because the fans liked it. That's bullshit. It's just bullshit. Elicity became Elicity because the writers and the showrunners wanted, and it, wanted it and they the liked it. The fact that we like it is a lovely side bonus mm -hmm. that's great but they're glad it took off but like when they're always like oh it was lightning in the bot yeah it's like that's why they're always like oh god we never expected this kind of reaction they were they were gonna do it this was the road they were going down they just never expected fans to like respond in this level then that's the part where they say that's a mirror that's the amazing part well, that's the crazy we can't expect it kind of magic of shows that's sometimes that's to dig deep that's the dig deep of what Steven said about it was always going to be Elicity in our show. Right. No matter what. If you don't get that he's talking That's what he's season talking about. one. If you don't get that. And he's that, talking to us, the fans, too. Yeah. That you guys weren't going to change right. this. There was nothing. Nobody was going to change There was nothing it. we did that made them endgame. They were endgame. Without us. Without us. And they were endgame season one. They won't ever. Enjoy the they ride. won't ever fucking admit to it. <laughs> but I goddamn know it was season one. I just know it. So I just. 
that's what Steve was saying. It's like this, this, he, this is why he always has those like smiles, those little mm-hmm. devious, little Cause devilish, because he he's just like munching on a secret and he just likes knowing shit that nobody else knows. And he just likes messing with reporters. And I'll never forget the reporters were just like having a real hard time at SDCC in season three. They were having a real hard time with it being Felicity. Oh, they were like, you mean his sister? No. But what about Sarah and Laurel? It's Felicity. And he's just like, it's, just Felicity. it's Felicity. It's Felicity. And they're like, but Sarah's still kind of out there and Laurel. And he's like, no, that's done. And they just like the couldn't. sailed. On yeah, he just, they like just couldn't accept that that was what was happening. And I remember one of them asked him, so is like Felicity the long game in all of this? And he doesn't answer. He just like he just looks smiled. at the camera. And there's this yeah. glint. It's the Steve glint. And you're and the answer is fucking yes, are you a moron kind of glint. Like, of course, that's what I'm saying. If you can't figure that out, I'm not going to lead you to the trough. Like, use a little bit of critical thinking. Also, he knew what Endgame was. <laughs> so, and so when we get to six, and they're still like, oh, was there ever a time where Oliver would have married Laurel? And Steve's like, no. All of your debating, all of your fighting, all of your screaming on Twitter didn't do anything. <laughs> nope. Didn't do anything. Listen, this has happened in the Delana fandom too. Like I'm a vampire diaries. There, you'll never, you'll never hit bigger ship wars than Selena versus Delana. And that's an interesting outcome because what they said was, had they been able to get Nina back, it would have been Stefan and Elena in the end. That that, that that plan A really hadn't changed. They were still going to come back and route it back. Is really on several interviews what both Julie Pleck and what Kevin Williamson said. And they said because the actress left the series and she the, the character is with Damon at the end of the series, that's who we had to go with. It wasn't like the actor it wasn't like the writers picked their ending. It was kind of picked for them and they just went with it. Which yeah, I agree. Chicken shit way of writing and there's ways they could have avoided it, but it is what it is, okay? But what's so interesting about that is all the ship wars, all the screaming, all of the massive polls that Delena would kick Stelena's ass 10 times over, all the awards that it won. And people like to say, you know, Delena, you know, got because that was the big, huge, that they serviced that fandom and that's what they wanted. No. The show plan fundamentally changed when Nina Dobrev left the series. So that's not Nina's fault. You know, that's it's really nobody's fault. That's just the business. But even at the end of the day, you've got Kevin Williams saying, uh, listen, I haven't written on this show for about seven years, six years. And so I started the show knowing it was going to be Stefan and Elena. And it's gone through two showrunners. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to write the final season. And guess what? It's still going to be Stefan and Elena. I don't even know if he watched the rest of the series. Okay? So this concept that we can sway our creator from their vision, that's very difficult. That's a difficult, that's a difficult task. And there's a vision for Arrow, and I can guess what that vision is, and it might be wrong. But it, there's no amount of me writing 30 pages week after week that's going to change anybody's mind. And I just write the 30 pages week after week because that's how I like watching the show. That's how I, that's how I, that's part of my entertainment. But if you are out there thinking the louder I yell, 
The no. more I say I don't like something, the less I'm going to see the it. The more friends I get to yell with yeah, me. Yeah, the more I yell, the less I'm going to see this shit. That's Not just true. never that's just never been true, particularly on Arrow. If it was true, guys, we wouldn't have the hot mess of a show that we do that somehow we have all at some point fallen in love with and maybe there's a lot of us who are ready to be like okay there does come a point in the viewing experience where you're like yeah I think I'm done (laughs) you know and I tend to be like Cal is very much I think I'm done um I tend to like hold on to the last rung because I just like to just suck the marrow out of a story (laughs) I'm weirdly self-punishing in that way (laughs) like I should stop but I won't um and that's pretty much that's the control you have that's the control that's all you get to have a say in is how you watch it and that's why we're saying that's when you get to this zen point is all I can control is me and how I watch it and I just don't give a fuck and I'm gonna like what I like and yeah the stuff that I don't like still exists but it's kind of like a balance act does the stuff that I hate outweigh the stuff that I love no, not yet. We're not there yet with me. I'm not there. I can't answer that for Cal. Where are you? I'm just saying that, yet. like, the stuff that I hate about Arrow. Oh, no, no, no. I, doesn't outweigh what I, I love enjoy, about it. I enjoy Arrow so much more when I don't look and see what other fans think about it. Yeah, I really do. Like and a, I, I wish that wasn't a reviewer who was like, "Oh, here's what I think." I shouldn't be like, "Oh, that's kind of sad." I know, like, but oh, I feel like sharing our opinion. And I know that they have equal right <laughs> to say or share their opinion. It's not like, yeah, oh yeah, no, no. I'm not saying that they can't. Right. I'm saying that for me, that's my fault. That's my problem. Yes, you I get know? you. And my problem you. is that you're an emotional sponge. that damages that damages my ability to enjoy it, and so. Therefore, since I can't control the fandom, because remember, the only thing I can control is myself, I control whether or not. Well, and like, listen, you guys, like, we didn't come to these conclusions without some hard learned lessons. Oh, God, yeah. There's been missteps, I would say, in both of our cases of fandom experience. Things said, perspectives. I certainly think that there was an attitude that I was like telling people that they have to like the show in season five because I was just positive about it. A lot of people told me that I was saying the same thing too and it was like no I was just trying to be like I'm enjoying the show and here's why in case you're looking because I had a lot of people this is another thing I had a lot of people saying what is it you do enjoy about the show tell me what you're liking because I'm struggling right now I want to hear what you think so I'd say what I would think and it would be against what somebody else thought and so that they would yell at me being like well you're saying that I need to agree with you no I'm just giving my perspective because somebody asked me what it was and so I was sharing it and can we like just and then I get yelled at can we like just agree (laughs) like just at a basic level of communication because I'm a communication major that Twitter is a dumpster fire for having any kind of reasonable back and forth discussion it's hugely problematic you want to talk about problematic it's more problematic than Arrow and Twitter is more problematic than Arrow (laughs) I view it as the and like everyone gets really mad at Steve when he like bitches about it and I I don't 
think that Facebook is somehow like this Nirvana. Oh of yeah, he likes to media. act like Facebook is better. He acts like more, it's the Nirvana of social media, and I'm like, bitch, where no. do you see the shit it's, on your page? I don't even go on his page anymore. But I'm I. It sucks too. It Steve. sucks too. All social media <laughs> blows in different levels. What I have always liked about Tumblr is you can control the messaging you can filter a little bit easier and the conversational style there aren't word limits there's not character limits you can have a longer time to explain your train of thought which helps people understand that and then that doesn't ignite so many fights whereas with twitter it's yeah. like snapshot thinking it's like i'm taking a picture and just spewing yeah. my first thought and it's x number of characters and very easily taken out of context or felt insulting or but even I feel that sometimes like well everyone hates it and I love it is something wrong with me like am I dumb nothing's wrong with <laughs> and I did I had I was voicing that last podcast I had a lot of people were like Jen you're not you're not dumb I felt the same I liked it too so I think sometimes some people agree some yeah people and I'm very genuinely <laughs> zen about disagreement like that doesn't bug me but I've noticed and this is a generational thing because I'm older than a lot of you kittens out there. There is a very wide divide um, in the perspectives on disagreement and our ability to converse in a way where we disagree and it remains respectful and a way to voice disagreement without automatically assuming I'm telling you your opinion is wrong yeah no nobody has the right to tell like, anybody else disagreement doesn't mean right and wrong. wrong it just means this is my different perspective mm. like i said i've stud- I studied this in college it's like i'm very things. i'm very like philosophical about it because of that because of my background but it just it it always little a little bit befuddles me and it was really a wide o- i was eye-opening experience in season five because that is really where i feel like the fandom splintered from being like this really happy positive place to people getting really angry and i feel like some of that was a false sense of control that i think because yeah we were being given all of this amazing Elizabeth stuff, all of this great stuff. We thought they were giving it to us. Like we believed our own press. We thought we were giving it, getting it because we told them to give it to us. And so then when they took it away, we thought we could fix it by telling them to give it back and it didn't fix it. And certainly not in the timeline that we wanted. And that created a lot of frustration, a lot of frustration. And so that's the point in which I was like, I'm just, disengaging from that side of things like I just don't I'm just gonna watch it <laughs> yeah just watch it because and if you don't like there's it there's no sense in being frustrated I think there's a lot of times two people no feel sense. like they need permission to leave a show it's kind of like a breakup no, permission it's like a re- it's, it's, it's hard. hard it is it's you're like emotionally invested but here's the wonderful thing here's the gift of the inter- internet this is what's fun you can stop watching a show and still check in on it. This is true. I do that all the time. Be it reading reviews or catching Just an like watch a clip on YouTube or, or yeah. oh, this kind of sounded interesting. A PR press. You don't have to just like ignore it forever. No. And I would say that that's something I wish I had done. 
I wish I had done that in the Vampire Diaries. I should have been done with the Vampire Diaries about four years before I was actually done with the if Vampire Diaries. If I had been your friend at the time, I, know, I would, would have, have stopped me. In fact, it. I had like a Julie Pleck intervention on Twitter because I made a comment about maybe I'd watch Legacy and there was a lot of ho, don't do it. And there was. There was an actual Cal, Maddie, and Trisha like formed a collective of we're not allowing you to watch legacies and i was stopped and i I watched one youtube clip and i got and callie was like it's like the way maddie described it who's the sick and wi-fi and she's a total doll and she like cuts to the heart of things she's like it's like trying to get your friend out of a a toxic relationship with their boyfriend Yeah, like you, th- basically, like you think there's good stuff there, but there's no good stuff there, and you're going back for it's like an addiction. You're going back for another hit, and all he's gonna do, you're going back for like the love hit, but all he's gonna do is actually hit you. So, like, don't don't do that. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. It's gonna hurt. Just stay it's away. It's gonna hurt you in the end. It might be fun and roses to begin with, but that's how they so hook you, you, and then they start. And I think a lot of times, since so people stop, feel like it's it's it. it's all or nothing. <laughs> And I've done this a lot with shows. It's like, okay, sometimes when I'm done with a show, I'm like fucking done. Like, it's just, I don't care. I don't ever think of it ever again. Other times I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check out the finale and see how that all shook out. Other times it's like, I keep, um, like, here's, here's the thing, guys. I know what's going on in Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to set people ablaze because I get this a lot. Do you watch Riverdale? No. I don't, but I do. <laughs> like, I know general plot lines. I know bug heads together. I know that the other ship, what's the Archie? He broke up with the I whatever. No like, I know stuff. I know who the I bad guy is. Because so I read, a, I know. But see, like, <laughs> I know that's a show that's going to drive me up the fucking wall. And I tried to watch a season of it. I'm like, nope, I can't do it. Like, this is a show that's too messy for me. Like, too ridiculous. I can't. And you can you can defend Riverdale to the end of your life. And I totally respect that you love it. Okay? That's like you saying to me, well, freaking Arrow is a hot mess. I can't watch that. That's totally cool. It's my personal kind of hot mess. Riverdale is your personal kind of mess yeah everybody's got a hot Everyone's mess a hot i mess like they to watch love. bachelor in paradise right okay can i tell you how like That's i rank mess. stuff okay so like we have like we have our high-end like breaking bad right that i would say is top tier then we go like second tier with maybe like west wing like there's the high-end cable shows right like you got pay to get them so it's gonna be like breaking bad i even like game, game of, of thrones. thrones yeah and I'm fucking clueless when it comes to that show, and I need all kinds of help. Callie has to tell me what's going to happen because I just don't know. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like I know, <laughs> I feel like you know. Um, we have to do a Game of Thrones. We're gonna do Game of Thrones podcasting because I have a lot of questions. No, we're, not. we're gonna do one because I have questions. Okay. Um, Fine. but okay, so then it goes like you know your network top tier high quality shows like West Wing, ER the good old days that kind of stuff and then you kind of get into your trash tv which is like buffy i would say is like top tier trash tv and then you go i would go arrow vampire diaries and then all the other crap i watched and then my bottom tier is the bachelor series (laughs) (laughs) 
like that like the bachelor bachelorette stuff like the reality television to me is like that's my low slinging fruit kind of it is really, really trashy bachelor television. in paradise is a rung below arrow right but there's so many rungs above arrow i still right. love and enjoy watching but arrow, that has but... been my perspective and i would say that's been cal's yeah. perspective from day one like yeah, we it's, i it's never argued that arrow was better quality than breaking bad like i was not crazy even in my days of like the honeymoon phase i call it the honeymoon phase of fandom where you've like as this chart will show you where you think everything about the show is just amazing you're so in love with it you can't see the faults yet that's just it's it's a relationship for a lot of people and i think sometimes that and it impacts too how you watch it but yeah i definitely had that where i'm just focusing on everything i love and there's so much i love and oh my god i love it i love it i love it and then as you go on you're like also there's problems (laughs) that i talk about less back then but i talk about more now and we don't talk about the problems maybe we some of you feel like we should talk about the problems more if it's going to annoy me or make me feel angsty i'd rather not well i think there was a flip too because i would get um i never got as mad as like some folks did but i would get upset and i would like oh yeah oh god how many times have i got yeah but like there was this when you hit this nirvana i don't give a fuck phase the bad shit starts to to be be. funny it is funny and it should be funny and it's it's very it much a it's a more of a lighthearted perspective and I have a very 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 far less serious perspective on Arl of uh, Arrow than maybe I had in 3 and 4 and maybe even 5 and I think that maybe at the end of 5 I took a really big break because I was just you know I had a lot of really uh I lost a really good fandom friends over the show like because I liked the show and it broke my heart because when I my thing is what matters is the real people and what's what's wonderful about this show is it's brought so many wonderful people into my life and I get very attached to people I'm very trust I know but very trust there's a perspective you need to take with exactly exactly if you can lose somebody over a tv show right they weren't worth having right and this is why i have my cali and this is like okay but also were they really that good a friend of yours and i had to (laughs) kind of like go through that process and i took a very big long break you guys if you guys i mean anybody who follows my blog i I like blog like nothing from five to six there was like nothing and i was taking a big break and when i came back i was just very much more you know this show has always just been a dumpster fire and yet i still inexplicably adore it (laughs) it is what and i will always love it and i think that there's very little arrow can do from a disastrous storytelling perspective that will somehow it's a little unconditional love it's a little bit like a child it's a little bit like there's nothing you could ever do to make me hate you oh wait that will make me hate you it's like i'm not gonna know it until i see it but it hasn't happened yet nothing they've done is like irreparable and just like completely erases my emotional investment i'm not saying we can't get there i'm not setting that out as a goal to beth (laughs) 
like please don't please don't sometimes when you speak things into the universe it's a little worrisome like don't do that Please, Please don't. don't do that. Don't, don't tempt the... So I, I didn't want to come up. I was a little just worried in my review and our previous podcast that we were just a little bit too flip about the problems. Like we weren't taking it seriously enough that Felicity wasn't in the episode. But we're not taking but, like, it seriously But that's also true because we're not. But we're this not, is the process it's, it's of how we took that. I don't think I ever took it as seriously as other people took it, I don't think that even yeah. when I was at my most serious... And there's nothing wrong no, with No, you can it take seriously. it seriously. Like, that's just different personality types. So this is the thing about fandom. It's an amalgamation of a ton of different people from different countries. <laughs> we can all have different perspectives right, it's on fine, this. It's guys. fine, guys. I just... Wh- when we're podcasting and, you know, Cal and I say stuff, sometimes I'm like later on, oh, you know what? I don't think I've ever told them this. And this was something that I feel very strongly i don't think i told you guys that i have always thought arrow is a little bit trash tv hot mess of a disaster zone it's on the cw that's on that, that, that but yes but yet <laughs> i love it and so when we're talking about the things that make it a disaster zone on twitter i'm like yep those are facts those are all true statements nothing wrong there's literally not there's very little that was negatively said in the rage of 12 that i really disagreed with (laughs) i was like yeah that's true (laughs) i mean yeah i agree i just eh, eh. (laughs) that's just kind of my I still don't watch it though, and yeah, maybe you, maybe your response to that is you marvel at my low bar, like my my patience level and the low bar of crap that I'll watch. That's okay if you think that. I don't think I don't think that I have an inability to discern quality. I just think um, entertainment is a funny bird. <laughs> I think you can watch trashy shows. I think you can watch highbrow shows. I think you can watch comedy and and like listen, Last Man Standing is a massive hit. Funny. That's a massive hit on TV. Like there's these comedies. That's that. like I'm saying. There's these comedies that I, I turn them on, and I'm like, this is just <sighs> dumb. Terrible. My husband loves no. Brooklyn Nine Nine. My good. husband is a wonderfully <laughs> intelligent man with multifaceted and he likes some comedy and he likes to laugh he gets annoyed with me because we watch all my so dress he mine. loves yeah. comedies and he watches i gotta be honest with you some of the stupidest shows and he will say right back at me that i watch crap and he can't stick with me because i he's like this this is just awful and i'm like well you're watching this shit and this is ridiculous he's like no that's good it i mean it's literally in my own marriage where we disagree about whose crap is crappier (laughs) 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 we have actual debates and sometimes we both like enjoy like my husband and i watch the orville which is kind of like a star trek knockoff Mm -hmm. type of comedy show and it's and it's stupid and it's goofy and it knows it's stupid and goofy and we enjoy it anyway. Right. You know, it's like we just sit there and we watch it and we laugh. And that's that's what TV is all about, guys. I mean, yeah, I guess I just what I what what makes me sad is here's what I'm thinking. And this is kind of what makes me sad. And when we're seeing all the rage in 712. And here's here's my thought. I don't think Errol's going to be on the air for much longer, guys. No. I really don't. I think next year's going to be it. I think the little hint that Pedowitz dropped in that uh, in his TCA press tour that was not nothing. That's about Arrow. That's about ending. Arrow, and 
maybe people are like talking like it's SPN and I'm like no those guys are going to do this, that no. show for 20 years it's Arrow and they're like hey we're going to come to decisions on final seasons going forward and Steve what I love about Steve is Steve made a huge stink in the press he was doing podcasts every two fucking weeks it felt like and making it sound like he wasn't going to sign he wasn't going to sign for eight people were really 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 worried that Steven was not signing for eight and I, I was just like he's going to sign for eight I just, I just, I just felt it in my bones. And he got on Facebook and he was like shocked. People were worried. <laughs> like, because you told them that you might not sign. And then you get shocked and surprised when fans get worried about it. So what I'm saying to you is I don't think this show is going to go 10 years. I think we're going to be done no. next year. I think they're running out of story ideas. I think the actors are getting antsy. Maybe not David, but I think Emily and Steven. And... If you want to spend the last 23 episodes of the show screaming about it, have at it. That's that's for you. That's that's what you want to do. That's last that's Valdez's <laughs> choice. Um uh, now that I am on the outside of the Vampire Diaries, like I miss talking about Stefan and Elena and Damon and Elena. Like I really liked talking about that stuff and like it was fun to debate for me and I miss that kind of I don't miss the toxicity. But now it's off the air, it's like, you know, those people that you visit with kind of scatter to the winds and I'm like, you know, that's sad. And as really ready as I was to be done with Vampire Diaries, there is a little nostalgic, oh, you kind of miss it after a f- after a few s- episodes have, you know, us uh, totally natural. you know and so that's all i'm saying i'm just saying that when it's all yeah. over and it's going to be over whether Can we wrap it up yep. does kyle want me to okay. go thank you yeah kyle <laughs> i get dibs on her that's the way we me and kyle need to have like a custody arrangement discussion he thinks just because he's married to you or whatever he like I gets know. claim on you that's not how that works <laughs> kyle so that's what i'm saying so I, if yeah. you want to kind of get to the zen point the summation is give a shit a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. And if you can also recognize that the stuff that you're probably mad about right now has always existed in some form on Arrow, I think that would help you too. Yeah. I those agree. are my those are my things that I had to purge. Those are good things. And now my husband's gonna yell at me. Because I was supposed to See, go to bed. You have to go too. I was supposed to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I came out of the room. He's like, you're supposed to be in bed. You're supposed to go to sleep. I'm like, I'm going to go podcast. Yeah. And he's like. You told him an hour. It's been I know. Because he, he knows. I was like, it'll just be an hour. Yeah, he's he like, does. no, it fucking won't. It'll be three. So I kept it under. I kept it under. <laughs> All right, guys. And I tried to rain you. We <laughs> will talk to you probably next week. Yes. We'll okay, be here. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr.